What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. If you watched our movies this week and you don't have that song stuck in your head, there's something wrong with you. Powerful words to live by as well. I agree. Mm. Episode four. What are we doing this episode, Shane? This episode is movies that are stupid but you love. Um, I think everyone is guilty of having handfuls of these types of movies. Absolutely. And we had plenty to choose from when we selected our three, which were A Night at the Roxbury, Con Air, and True Lies. True Lies. Uh, which are all great movies, I should say, straight out of the gate. I love all of those movies. Uh, but they are incredibly stupid in their plot, in their casting, in their directions. Not all of them have are guilty of these crimes, but as we dive into them, we'll find that. I think we find that only one of them was intending to be stupid, though. That's true. I think the other two were taking <laughs> themselves true. seriously, so that's I, a problem. I still kept forgetting that Con Air, I kept thinking it was it's a Michael Bay film. It's not a comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is a Michael Bay film, right? No, no, it's not. Like, get that out of your head. Anyway, I'm digressing a little bit before we get into it. We're joined by a guest, as always. Would you Hello. like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Ben. Um, love movies. You love movies? Stupid ones, too. All kinds Frank, of movies. You've got a pretty diverse taste in movies, I yeah, would say. From, yeah. Um, when I move away from sort of my sci-fi and superheroes, um, yeah, it's very diverse. Gangster, some old stuff. Yeah. What's your favourite movie? Like, okay. I know it's a rotating question, and I yep. always ask people, and they go, oh, but yeah, I'm the same. I have a rotating. What's, what sits in your top three regularly? So if, if, I, if I move away from Star Wars and superhero films. Star which, Wars is all, because you're a huge Star yep. Wars fan. Star Wars is always in your top Star three. Star Wars will be always up there. Out of the trilogy, what's your favorite? Return of the Jedi. I love that, because everyone says Empire, and I love yep. Return of the Jedi yep. as well. Yep, It just, the heroes win. It hit me as a kid a lot, lot more than Empire did. Yeah, and people give Ewoks a really hard time, but. Not that bad. I, 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 had a, I had a stuffed Ewok. Still do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but if I move away from those, it would probably be a toss-up between Forrest Gump and Heat by Michael Mann. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Two very, di- very different, different films. films. Yeah. yeah, very, very different. Heat is a br- – I like Forrest Gump's great too. I love Forrest Gump. But Heat is one of one of my yep. – yeah, probably cycles into my top ten. And yep. One of those ones I watch at least once a year. I oh, yeah. Say. I'm a once a year for that. Yeah, I've got yeah. a friend who I watch it with, so – there's um, great commentary tracks on the uh, buried somewhere under YouTube where they where Michael Mann and De Niro and Pacino talk about it. Amazing, and it's yeah. just a masterclass in acting oh, that film. Yeah, and Val Kilmer's hair is something to behold. Yeah, um, <laughs> not since the Saint have we seen his hair looks. So <laughs> uh, worst movie? What's a movie you don't like that constantly sits in your bottom three? Okay, so I know my worst movie of all time. I saw it in the cinemas once, and my friend and I who watched it together. We refer to it as that which will not be named, and it's I'll name it, so hopefully he doesn't hear knock, me say it. It's, knock it's, on wood. It's House of a Thousand Corpses. I just did not like House it. House of a Thousand Corpses, that Rob is Zombie. the Rob Zombie one, yes. Yeah. I was sitting there watching it, and in the cinema I was like, I'm not enjoying this. I don't care about the characters. I don't care about the, the murders that are going on. It um, didn't make a lot of sense, and I just didn't enjoy it. And mm, I have to agree with yeah. you. I really thoroughly enjoyed the sequel. Uh, yep, um, yep. Which was also Devil's Rob Zombie, Rejects. The Devil's Rejects, yep. um, was also Rob Zombie directed. Yep. Um, but it, it was far more coherent. That first one, you're 100% right, I think I saw it in cinemas as well, and it was like watching a video clip. Yep. I think that zombie in his first sort of like, what am I doing? I think he's far more better as a director now than he was when he first did yeah. this. Um, he's got 31 coming out, which I'm keen to see. But, um, yeah, that first one was a bit like, yeah, here's people getting murdered and 
then here's like a film clip about that. Yeah, and, and it just didn't. Yeah, suck you're right. Me in. You don't know these characters. You, these are just jerks. You don't care about them yeah. at all. Yeah, that's so. That's the first time I nearly walked out of a cinema. I've oh, I was never say, done so it you before. Watched, I've never. I watched I, the oh, whole that's thing. Good to hear. Yeah, didn't walk out, and I've never have. But that was the closest I've come. I've never walked out of a movie. Have you yeah. ever walked out? No, not once. I've, I've fallen asleep. What yeah. have you fallen asleep to in the cinema? Um, Copland, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. Yeah. Um, and the best part about that movie is I saw the first 20 minutes, I saw the last 20 minutes, knew exactly what was going on. The entire middle of the movie was unnecessary, yeah. apparently, because I knew exactly what happened. Yeah. I, I still haven't yeah. seen the whole movie, but I get it's what happened. a little happened. bit overblown, I think, because I think Stallone directed that, if I'm not mistaken. Possibly. Possibly directed that. Uh, if I'm wrong, again, put it on Facebook. I love to be notified of <laughs> when I'm wrong. Uh, that's brilliant. Awesome. And so you were happy to join us with our movies that are stupid but we love. Oh, yeah. Um, and I guess it's a bit of a, a vague term, but I think people know what we mean. When you talk about movies that are like just you forgive their failures because they're such good films, because they're enjoyable, they're entertaining, or they're quotable in the case of a lot, particularly the three we chose of. Got some ripper quotes in them. So like, Anything with um, Schwarzenegger's got always got Pearl or one liners. Look, and Schwarzenegger's probably a big contributor to my movies that I think are stupid but I love. Oh. He's got plenty of big ones that, that, you know, and same with like Van Damme. The actual ones yep. are always the ones that are the first ones to be guilty of it. Yeah. Yeah. Seagal's made a career out of making oh, yeah. <laughs> terribly yeah. stupid films that I love. These movies, the thing they all have in common is that they have ridiculous things going on, but the payoffs make them worth it. I think that's what makes them watchable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and especially these older ones, um, they've got some like young stars in them as well, so it's good to see yeah. them. At the start, like, you know, just singing for singing for a dollar, you know. See what they did to make a buck, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's dive into it then. Our first one is 1994's True Lies, which is directed by James Cameron, who has made some awesome, awesome films. Uh, obviously, The Terminator 1 and 2, um, Aliens, probably one of my favourites, uh, The Abyss, Avatar, Titanic, uh, Piranha 2. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get enough credit for that. I think that was his <laughs> first film. So, yeah, and he also worked on the screenplay, which is obviously adapted from a French film. Yeah. Um, so I think they, a couple of French people got some credits for the original. But, yeah, I think he yeah. pretty much wrote this and um, or adapted it. And then, yeah, I think from I think what I read in the trivia. Arnie was keen to do it. Think, yeah, Arnie brought yeah. it to him, I believe. Yeah, I think, yeah. It, was, I think it was something like that. He and was really I think keen. he had to convince Cameron to, hey, let's make this. Well, it's and, a role. It's like a role that Schwarzenegger was born for, wasn't it? it? Is, like yeah. the, the dialogue and everything's just yeah. it sounds like it was written for him, so... Um, massive runtime on this, two hours and 21 minutes. It doesn't feel like it, though. It doesn't feel like it, though. No. I, can't, I comfortably watch this. It I, does yeah. when you watch it at one in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just came home from work one day, was cooking dinner, put it on, sat down, and, yeah, I barely wrote any notes because I was just getting so involved into the film because I hadn't watched it in a very long time. Um, Stars-wise, we've got, obviously, Arnie, um, Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom Arnold, uh, Tia Career, and probably yeah. uh, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. One of my favourite roles of his. Oh, yeah. I forgot he was in this film. Simon. Yeah, he plays yeah. Simon, the dodgy used car dealer. Yeah. I forgot he was in this film, so when he popped Great up, it was, role. A, it was a delight. And um, young Eliza Dushku. Yeah. Yes, that's right. For she all was, the Buffy um, fans. Yeah, she's pretty young in this. Yeah. She plays Unrecognisably young. Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's yeah, changed a lot. Um, Plot-wise, I just wrote, A Spy Struggles to Balance Work Life. Yeah. That's pretty pretty good. Yeah, yeah. poignant. Anyone can no, no, happy yeah. with that. yeah. That's pretty much where our story centres around is um, Harry. See, I remember the name. Harry, Harry Tasker. Tasker. Harry Tasker. Yeah. Balancing, yeah, between his life as a spy working for a meagre sector 
which is great. I love that for the a last fake, line of defense. The last line of defense. <laughs> That's a terrible slogan, though, isn't it? Because does that mean like you let everyone else go first and yeah. then you know when everyone else falls down, you take you over? Take, yeah, but, so you could have stopped it before all those people. Yeah, yeah. of course. It's all right. Um, Omega sectors here, led, I, led by Nick Fury. Yeah, I love the not, it's classic yeah. not Charlton Heston playing. Yeah. What was his name? Oh, I, he's, I don't know. He's something the boss. Spencer. Yeah, yeah. Classic, and he's just channeling nineteen ninety four. Would have been. Yeah. Here's a Nick, nod to Nick Fury yep, with the definitely. eye patch on. He's yep. the head of Amiga Sector. Yeah. I wrote that down. I was like, Amiga Sector, yeah, Nick Fury, Heston, awesome. Like, because you're not, like, the start of the film's obviously him on a mission doing some tango yeah, dancing, blowing things yep. up and fighting and, and meeting, and we meet Tia Career there. And you kind of don't, you get an idea of the tone of the film, but then oh, it's yeah. not until you go to the first meeting, I think, at Amiga yeah. Sector that you're like, oh, this isn't a serious spy film. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> This has got a little bit of its tongue in your in your cheek. The way he casually strolls through that 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 ball, you know, the meeting there, and um, you just know it's very very going to be funny because he's just saying hello to people randomly. Like normally he'd be trying to be inconspicuous in the corner and sneak around, but he doesn't care. Oh, that's he's, right. Yeah, he's, he's right like in the middle. Of hello, general. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like being a spy. I actually read on the IMDb uh, trivia because I love IMDb trivia. Body count of 90 in this film. Oh, wow. Seems really high, doesn't For it? Arnie but, alone or? Well, uh, I've got to assume later on Jamie Lee Curtis she gets about a few. 20 of them. Yeah. When Uzi goes down the, the stairs. Oh, well, get to be fair, she doesn't really kill them. <laughs> uh, she dropped it. It's her yeah. kill. Yeah. <laughs> She's claiming them. Yeah. Um, also read in the trivia that Arnie said in an interview, he's, what, what, what do you think he did most of the stunts in that film? Uh, well, quite a lot of them. But he said one particular stunt was probably the hardest one. And that was learning to tango. The, the dance, yeah, yeah. Right. He said he struggled I'd, to learn how to tango. A big man like that would probably, oh, yeah. I, I don't know how graceful, but he, he pulls it off in the movie. He could be good editing, I don't know. but Being big and strong would make it easy to handle the lady. Yeah, but, but being then move gliding and graceful um, like yeah. that. Very, very cool. Um, and we get our first zinger. I started doing a zinger count, but I gave up because it was too many. <laughs> you ran out of hash marks. Yeah, I was like, uh, first zinger number one, stay. When the dogs run at him and he slams the dog's head <laughs> Good together, doggy. stay. <laughs> you know, and it's like, all right, zinger one. But yeah, I think I gave up around zinger eight because they just kept coming. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, is that a zinger or is it not a zinger? Or is it just classic Arnie? Um, and then, yeah, sorry, that was the zinger in the um, bathroom was the other one I was thinking of. He tells the guy to cool to off. To cool off, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very I, good. I like when um, after they've shut up the bathroom and the poor guy's in there trying to trying to do his business and he goes, sorry about this. Oh, he's such a well-mannered spy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the he? old Jewish man on the toilet. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's right. right. Yeah. yeah. And then they're nice enough to like show him come out with his pants yeah. down <laughs> and poke his head. And you're like, oh, good, he's alive. Because that bathroom gets like... It's, it's, it's trashed. And it's saturated. All I can think about is he's going to have to walk out into that shopping centre in that mall with wet pants. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking that as well because like, it's really cool. He slides along the floor yeah. and grabs the gun. I'm like... That's just piss and poo water, yeah, though. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like that's a broken sewer. That's a broken yeah. urinal. That's not good water to like. He would stink. Yeah, and also I think Tom Arnold's great in this film. By the way, I love oh, yeah. Tom Arnold. So in apparently this film. Cameron had to really fight to get him in the movie. Yeah, yep. they did not because this was about the time he was divorcing Roseanne. Roseanne. Barr. Yeah. So this was like you know he was, did not have a good and and um, Cameron had to fight really hard for him, which He's Arnold so knew good about. in this role though. I, he gets me from, like, I love him for this film. He's I can't imagine someone kick. else. Mm, when the guy's shooting at him, he hides behind the pole. Oh, and he comes <laughs> out and he like, himself grabs up. himself by the nuts. And, and then like, he checks the balls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he kisses like, the ball, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's so brilliant in this. I can't imagine anyone else, like, playing this comedic, comedic side, sidekick. Oh, yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. He's been Arnie's sidekick in other films, has he not? 
Has he? What else? Has I knew he was Seagal side kick. I feel like he has. Maybe he hasn't. I mean, he's built to play the sidekick to an action hero. Yeah, you might be right. I I just can't think of anything off the top of my head. We should probably do more research before (laughs) we say things. Of course. Um, Which I think is the part which leads us because this is the terrorist. So, yeah, the plot is there's a terrorist with some bombs. Um, yeah, yeah, and because and, this is the 90s, so the terrorist is yep. Middle Eastern. Because yep. in the 90s, that was the <laughs> flavour of bad guy. Abu Aziz, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, he's obviously of Middle Eastern descent because, like I said, oh, 90s. Yeah. Yep. And all the action movies in the 90s, the Middle Eastern people were always Gulf the bad War, guys. Yep. And now it's kind of like Russians have sort of taken that over, yep. I've noticed, into a modern yeah. cinema. And I'm sorry, probably more contemporary is now they get like made up countries and, you know. Yeah. Like a Woodstown, you know, yep. like. Yeah, you don't weird. want to offend real people no, by pigeonholing I, they them. They want to sell the movie to that country. I'd love <laughs> to see some kind of infograph of like bad guys in American movies like over the last like 50 years. Like where, how does it go? Where does it come from? But, yeah, he's a pretty pretty plain bad guy. He plays over the top like he's supposed to. He's a terrible terrorist. Yeah. Oh, he is the worst terrorist. Yeah. yeah so Arnie, like I think that opening say Arnie goes to – Tier Korea because she's an importer yep. exporter. Yeah. And that's how they're getting the bombs in. Antiquities, which yeah. I didn't understand that she, when there's that scene where she's like the bombs are hidden inside the statues. She's like these are priceless statues, and then she yeah. smashes one open and there's a bomb. How'd in they it. get in there? How'd the bomb? That's what I thought. <laughs> How did the bomb get in there? They patched them up nicely. Like didn't they? if it's priceless and it's a statue, you must have wrecked it to get the bomb. And then inside why the big it. speech about being priceless if she's wrecked them already? Yeah, yeah, I was just like, okay, well, this movie's this isn't Goodwill Hunting. You know? I think, yeah. yeah, both of you are clearly putting too much thought <laughs> yeah, into this. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah, like if we were held at gunpoint. Wait, you said these were priceless. How did how did they get in here? Yeah. Shut up! You know? yeah. <laughs> I, I, I I um digress back to the part where this is where the spy sees him and yeah goes in and like beats her up and's like you know what are you doing walking around yeah. here you know uh, just to cement that he's the bad guy he beats a woman around yep. a little bit yep. to really go twice two good slaps yeah he does it a few times mm. um and then they follow him <laughs> like. That's what I mean. He's a terrible terrorist. He gets like a uh, like a station wagon with two other terrorist yeah. goons sitting in the middle, so that they can clearly see him. Yeah, and then they follow <laughs> like a guy who they suspect is a spy, rather obviously. Yeah, and then yeah, that's when we have our toilet encounter bathroom, and then we have probably what you described as the greatest scene in the movie. Oh, definitely the uh, horse and bike chase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> you know the first thing you want to grab when you're chasing a suspect on a motorbike is a horse. Yeah, not not really <laughs> up to par with each other <laughs> in terms of what I'd pick. Yeah. And but it's across the city into a hotel. But he does oh. get to pull out the line, you know, can you get there quickly? I think my horse is getting yes. tired. I love that. And, uh, <laughs> and like, what? It's like, yeah. horse? Your horse? <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is when Aziz on the bike and he's surrounded by the guys on the street, rather than drive around them, he decides to go into a hotel where he'd most likely be surrounded. <laughs> he's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, in a small and, compact And stays space. on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> And but then again, we wouldn't get the gags. We get we get a oh. lot. We milk this horse for a lot of gags. Yeah. You have to. We get the to. horse in the elevator gag. You know, um, right that's at the. A, that's I, a I love. Man. What I like about this film is like if it wasn't under James Cameron, it was some a lesser director. People might have taken this film more seriously and not realized how satirical it actually yeah. is. Like you get the scene on where the guy so he gets to the top level. It's a construction site as it always is. And he jumps from one building to the other on his motorbike. Yeah, and he lands like, in the pool. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Like, that's stupid. I, I remember watching, I first watched this with my grandma, and in that scene when Arnie was backing the horse up to jump, she, my grandma said, no, no, the horse isn't going to jump. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, whatever, <laughs> this is Arnie. You don't, you don't know movies, And all lady. of a sudden it pulls up. I'm like, oh, my grandma was right. But what did Arnie think? that What was going to yeah. happen to the horse <laughs> after he dives <laughs> off? <laughs> 
And it's such a good, I think that's what makes this movie so likeable. And this is a prime example of that. Is the, the horse trots up and it stamps its feet and then it just goes, nah, nah. stops and f- throws him over and, yeah, he back gets the horse to back up and you're like, oh, good, because, like, yeah. there's a level of stupidity here but we don't want to, you know, break a through the ceiling horse. of it. Yeah. Or we don't want to see a horse yeah. Yeah, fall from a 50-storey high building. Um, which then brings us to our next sort of subplot in the film because there isn't really, really – That's where <sighs> it makes a turn. Yeah, the yeah. film kind of just changes course. Yeah. Um, because in, in the story, I guess, it's about the terrorists with a bomb and they're going to – so their theory is they detonate one on an uninhabited island. As, 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 a, as a humane thing yeah, in as his a speech, ge- yeah, as, yeah, a gesture as, of humanity. And a, and a way to say, hey, look, we do have – We're serious, uh, We had like yeah. four or five of the bombs or something. It's a waste of a good nuke. It's a waste of a good nuke. Um, <laughs> but the other subplot, because we don't stick with that for very long, the other subplot is Harry suspects his wife's cheating yeah. on him. She's having an affair. Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays his wife, she's having an affair. This is where I got really confused. And correct me if I'm wrong. So he takes all of the surveillance teams off the terrorists yes. to follow his wife. Correct. So inadvertently, he allows the terrorists to get away with the bombs and plant them in cities, right? Yeah. Because well, if they'd been watching them, they would At wouldn't. least get them the importation happening. Yeah. yeah. So in some ways, like, it's kind of the hero's fault yep. that these bombs get out and, and get in. I mean, they were yep. hidden so well in these, these statues. But I, was, I just thought at the time, that's weird. Like, and Tom Arnold kind of makes fun of it he, as well. He, he points that out. It's like you're taking it off the terrorists to watch your wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The wife, and I mean, the subplot's so good because it's like not a subplot you'd expect in an action spy movie. No. Like in a James Bond-esque type film. And uh, and obviously introduces to, like, I would say my favourite character in the entire film, which is uh, Simon, played by Bill Paxton. The car salesman. The used <laughs> Comes spy. Yeah, and he's pretending... So it's kind of ironic and it's running parallel with the real truth is that yep. he hides the fact that he's a spy. Arnie hides the fact that he's a spy from his wife mm-hmm. um, and this guy embraces the spy and because she's such a bored, lonely housewife, yeah, she's attracted she's, to that. She finds the mystery and the danger and yeah. that alluring because as far as she knows, they just live this Yeah, she's, she's definitely not attracted out. to the man as she clearly says, it's the adventure. Yeah, yeah. Is, it was there all along. Yeah. <laughs> she, you know? So you get the couple of surveillance scenes um, and uh, – I love the one when they're driving, where they're driving along. Yes. So Arnie goes and pretends to be a customer and he yeah. takes him on a test drive in the car and, and he's, he's talking about, oh, this is how you pick up women. He's telling Arnie what he does. Yeah. He's describing his wife. And he describes his wife. He's like, oh, her husband, you know, must be this terrible, you know, rah, rah, rah. And he's like, oh, what an idiot. Yeah, what an idiot, <laughs> yeah. And then he like punches him and oh, kills him in, in his one. imagination. And yeah. it's in his imagination. It cuts back and he's like, ha, ha, ha. And it's like love it. that laugh that Baxter uses is so yeah. good. Like, it's so creepy and just dirty like, uh, and scumbaggy. But poor Bill. Beautifully done. Poor Bill Paxton, like, just. And they use him like two or three times for a joke where he pisses his pants. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he's begging for his life. Yeah. I don't think he needed this role in 1994, but yeah. like he really puts everything into it. Like for a Weasley snot-nosed character, he's so good in it. Like James Cameron probably said, hey, do you want to play this, you know? Mm. He's already directed mm. him once, so probably invited him Oh, back. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely a mate's thing, wasn't it? Because uh, it, it's – I love when, yeah, he pretend to be a spy, then obviously they go and kidnap him and they take her and him and they scare the, well, they literally scare the piss out of him yeah. by making him wear his pants on the edge of the dam. Do you still want the car? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. Yeah. So as they're driving off, yeah, and he's staying there left in his underwear and you still want the car? It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, great. And I love the interrogation scene of the wife. Oh, yeah. Because you see that she's not like this playing dowdy housewife. Like she flips out and she throws yeah. the chair and smashes. She breaks the, the window, yeah. And you see Arnie's character kind of get like, oh yeah, this is the lady I fell in love with. And like, how's yeah. the um, two way or the one way glass? Sorry, like she hits it with a stool and it breaks. Yeah, 
Yeah. Hardly a secure spy facility. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of cool because like at that point I had to remind myself I'm actually watching a spy movie. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, these two are going to fall in love again. Like he sees that spark in her and he's chuckling at her mm. being so defiant. And, you know, when they suggest that she slept with him, she's so angry at that suggestion. She loves her husband. And it's he just, fantastic. He I decides it. it's, you know, now he's going to give her the adventure. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So he starts to plot his own adventure. Um, which I guess brings us to one of the more iconic scenes. The dance. The the dance, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love she's that little fit. lead up to the dance. Oh, mate, she's she – Jamie fit. Lee Curtis is an amazingly attractive woman. Um, yeah, everything she's in, she's great. Just that transformation in the hallway when she rips all the fluffy stuff off her dress, wets the hair back. Yeah, it's like, like it's this cool. This is a different person. Yeah, yeah. Like for what could have – like I'm probably giving it too much credit, but like what could have been a standard two-dimensional character in a film, she gives it like some yeah. depth, like – um, and she, you know she's not afraid to. And then when he tries to kiss her when she's doing the dance, and he like and she flips out again and throws him out. She's a loyal lass, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. She um, she smacks him in the head with, with the, the phone <laughs> before oh, putting yeah, a she, bug on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. And she runs out and runs back yeah. in. She cold cocks him with that phone really oh, yeah. good, like, and gives real. him one in the ribs on the floor. Yeah, yeah. That's um, like how much resources did he use to orchestrate all this though? Like he gets the guy to record the voiceover. Well, that's the thing. Had all those people not been busy following her, they would have known that these terrorists were about to bust through the door yeah. and take him, you know? Yeah, that's right, because then that's what happens. The terrorists bust through and take yeah. take him and his wife and he's forced to confess confess who he really is and rah, 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 rah. That, that's yeah. um, one of my favourite scenes in the in the whole movie is when he gets injected with the truth serum. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and she's sitting there asking him all these questions, and then she's like, "Are we going to die?" And he just goes, "Yep." yep. Oh yeah, because he's <laughs> like, "Hi, oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. it's off his brain." Yeah, uh, which is fantastic. Um, but how good's the compound that they take him? Like classic terrorist yeah. compound. Yeah. yeah, it's just explosions and concrete bags and stuff things. that'll explode. Barrels being yeah. moved it from left to yeah. right, back to left. Tanker trucks. Yeah, it's all ready. <laughs> That that torture scene, that doctor, I'd seen him in something else, but I can't remember what it was. At first I was wondering, what's this white guy doing with a bunch of Arabic guys? But he's apparently Arabic as well. And he's um, creepy looking. According to the name, he's yeah. He's super creepy. That's why I think I saw he him in like something else. He looks like a man scientist. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He, he probably um, is to a degree. I love that how he talks to that guy um, and says, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to use you as a and shield. How do you think I'm going to? I'm going to kill that guy and then I'm going to kill I don't know what I'm going to do. And then he does exactly yeah. all of that and you're yeah. like, yeah, this is a cool, stupid, stupid movie. <laughs> Thank you, stupid movie. Uh, obviously with the interrogation stuff like that, uh, we, the couple gets to heal their relationship, which is awesome. Yeah, because like for the first time he's actually not being a hypocrite and telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, and she's seeing this other side of the man that she probably fell in love with originally, yeah, you know. yeah. And it keeps a bit of mystery and stuff, which fast forwards us to you know um, our ending when they when they that's what brings them together completely. Yeah. Um, I'm just going through my notes and some of the stuff I wrote because the, the next part is them escaping from it. Oh yeah, which brings us to probably when we're talking about this movie being a stupid movie that you love. This is probably what the stupidest moment oh, yeah. in the film, I yeah. would say. Well, I know that if I was escaping with somebody who had never shot a gun before, I'd give them the fully automatic weapon. Yeah, and I'd keep the handgun. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and he doesn't even give her really any advice. Doesn't tell her how to use it or anything. Yeah, just, like, you know, you the know, classic point. Take this. Yeah. Just hands it to her. Yeah. Take this. Yeah. Go yeah. and hide. Um, and then I was uh, uh, um, talking about the 
when she draws, so she, what happens is that Arnie's pinned down and she's got the high ground advantage. And there's about half a dozen terrorists running in. And this is like a video. At angles. this point, it's a video game, so it looks just like Call of Duty, basically. And there's just an unlimited amount of terrorists. I'm thinking, how are all these people getting paid? Like, are they all firm believers in blowing up a city? Like, oh yeah. Maybe yeah. I don't understand how terrorism works, yeah, but it's just like, this is insane. And so they just keep coming and they keep coming. And then obviously she drops the Uzi down the stair and we get this slow motion bounce. It feels like it goes on for like a minute oh, and a half. Yeah. And it's just butchering it everyone. Kills everyone in the room except Arnie. And, and her. And, 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 Helen. and she stands <laughs> yeah. at the top of yeah. the, yeah, Helen stands she at the top of the stairs. She dodges a bit. Yeah, and then sort of moves her head a little Even bit. Even the terrorists who run in from the side at one stage, they cop it too. It's like, well, that's a good aim for that drop doozy. <laughs> I felt like it was a uh, missed opportunity for a zinger. Oh, yeah. Um, And also then, because two minutes later, Arnie's hiding behind the tank and the head terrorist guy blows him up, the tanker up with the rocket launcher. I'm like, again. And he he does a fist pump, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, (laughs) no, that's a zinger. Give me a zinger. I don't want a fist pump. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That just proves how ridiculous he is as a terrorist. Yeah, he's a terrible terrorist. What is he, a bopper? You know, like, have some decorum about you if you're a terrorist. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Don't let the men see you fist pumping because you blew up a tanker. Just a frown and walking off would have been enough. Yeah, just a solemn look or something. Like, you can't, if you're going to be the head terrorist, you can't have that fun. No. That's like being the teacher and trying to have the fun. You can't. You're either a teacher or a student. And in that case, you're the head terrorist, um, which is also, this, again, another great stupid moment where Arnie has the petrol nozzle oh, the tank and then shoots Yeah, a flamethrower. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's like that would just kill him instantly, I would have thought. Like the flames would just go straight to the tank and boom, you're dead. Yeah, those things aren't designed to project it that quick, I don't think. No, yeah. so he's squirting the fuel. Straight back up just, the tank. I love the way he just shoots the fuel. Like a gun in this movie is used for everything. Yeah. You need to open a door, shoot it. You need to flamethrower, shoot it. <laughs> It, it it was just hilarious. That but had me absolutely, uh, yeah. And I did write Celine's fist pump. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. That was um, <laughs> here's a good question I wrote down, and I didn't want to sound like an idiot. A hover jets like that real? Because this yeah. movie was 1994. That's a, yeah, yeah. That's a Harrier jet. That's a But like hover like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they, they were, were yeah, they were well known for their. Apparently, they were real ones. The, like they, I knew they, they were the ones for that their vertical land, flight, the vertical yeah. up and down. But I didn't think it was like. Because we, you know, obviously we get to we have our big shootout on the bridge. Mm-hmm. They blow up the bridge again. This is awesome. So it's the nineties. So forget about computer effects. We're actually blowing they up let's the bridge. Let's blow this bridge up and yep. let's get yeah, it right. We're seeing yep. real trucks get thrown about. Real stuntmen are, you know, flying about. Fantastic. It's good. That's where you got to give the nineties for action. None of this. I oh, will do it with a computer stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's real raw stunt people in there, which is always my favorite. Um, but then, yeah, you get the end of it. You know, they find out oh, Arnie's Arnie's daughter's been kidnapped. Yeah, Dana. Yeah, which is I don't understand how that works. But oh, because he found the photo, found the photo in, in, in the, the wallet. wallet. Yeah, 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 and yeah. just like, like he's what? I guess he has unlimited resources, as far as I can tell. This terrorist has yeah. vehicles and yeah. unlimited vehicles and soldiers and nuclear bombs. Apparently, the chopper wasn't shot down flying into the city. <laughs> yeah, but I do love that. Right before he finds out he's taken his daughter, um, Helen and Harry kind of have a moment, yeah, and then the nuclear bomb goes off in the background. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like I dug that. That's stupid, but cool. Um, yeah, and he takes the jet. But then when he's hovering, he's like, oh, oh. Yeah, he's, he's like dragging the wheel across the police car and he's busting everything up. I'm like, that can't be real. I can't yeah. hover like that. Yeah, they can hover for like about five to six minutes before they have to go and cool down sort of thing. Yeah, right. From, from what I know. But no, that's say, a why don't we have planes and jet. buses and public transport? Yeah, I imagine it probably costs, you know, $1,000 a minute to run. Yeah. Those <laughs> so it wouldn't be an efficient thing to do. Yeah. It wasn't done with magnets, that's for sure. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know, the hover plane real, and I reused four question marks. But thankfully the military were so willing to just lend it to this guy. 
you know, yeah, what's well, probably I mean, a twenty million dollar plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, just, just Cameron, borrow it, you know, go for it. Like he, you know, he's making <laughs> them look good too, I guess. Uh, but then, yeah, we learn out that Dana's been taken, um, and yeah, he takes the plane, and we get the. That's a $3 billion jet. He's like, take it out of my pay. You know, he gets <laughs> cut into the jet and takes off. And Tom Arnold's is like, he's fine. He's done this a million times. Yeah. Banging around. What an expensive gag. Like, that's why this movie's stupid. One, one of the funny things, actually, just before that on the bridge is when he's, um, the jet is going to shoot the, the bridge out. And the pilot says, this won't set off the nukes, will it? And he's like, no, negative. Turns to um, Tom, Tom Arnold, and yeah. so he goes, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that sort of look. They do have maybe really it good gags like that. Like, and then we cut to the terrorist and we have Dana, his daughter there. Um, Just chilling. And she's been such a smart ass to yeah. a terrorist with a nuclear bomb and you're like, this is so stupid. She's like, yeah, well, my dad's going to come, you know, rah, rah, rah. She's a ballsy teenager. Yeah, and well, she's mouthing off to a yeah, terrorist, yeah. absolutely. Um, and then we learn that because Tom Arnold's like, I've got an inside man, I've got an inside man. It's Fasil, who's the yeah. other guy um, who was part posing of the team. Posing as the cameraman, yeah. He's the IT guy and he's posing as the cameraman. Um, stupidly, I don't understand again <laughs> why that happened, but it is. Um, and then, yeah, he has his big announcement and he's like, the key, I love this part. Who's like, taking the key? Yeah, the, the, the reporter who's <laughs> reporting key? the story goes, what, what key are you talking about? What key? He turns around and he's like, it's like and she's just standing moment. there and they're just looking at each other like, yeah, Surely then, he'd be just onto it. <laughs> yeah, and then they just open fire at her. They're just like, yeah. They just like open fire at this girl, like, get her, murder her. Um, and then yeah, obviously we get the um the up to the rooftop because this is an action movie, so um we've got to go up there. And we've got the the hover plane as well, which he comes up and levels that whole level. Well, yeah, and when when Aziz sees the hover plane, the look on his face, the eyes wide open, like again, just that comedic <laughs> terrorist pops up. It's like this guy's Got no idea how to be evil. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I have to ask you too this. When eventually when he jumps onto Arnie's plane and that's where we have our, our final finale, is that a hot shots gag? Because he jumps on the plane and Arnie thrusts and it causes him to fly back and get sacked by the, oh, the tip yeah. of the wing plane. That's a hot shots j- gag, right? I don't recall it. Well, there were, yeah, it sounds, well, someone's done that. Something like a hot shots type of movie. Yeah, but, and but what came first? Oh, which was the chicken... Which I think Hot Shots was like 98, 99, so yeah, maybe so after, after this. But yeah. It's, again, an appropriate gag in a terrorist Yeah, like, well, somehow film, he survives you know? that too. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't get <laughs> split in two. Yeah. And then he crawls up to the front and then obviously you've got Dana on there as well um, because he does the double take when he does the, you know, the, well, I guess you call the nutcracker move yeah. when he flies down. And yeah. Well, he's in, he's in immense pain, then sees a gun and goes, oh, no, I'm all right, take the gun, up the front we go. Yeah, he picks up the AK <laughs> and crawls to the front. And Arnie kind of nods at his daughter and she nods back and he tilts the plane and he gets caught on the rocket and we get probably one of the stupidest one-liners in the movie, oh. you're fired, and then yeah. fires off the rocket through the building to up the other terrorist yeah. helicopter that's been dead. <laughs> so bang, everyone's dead. I don't get that. You're fired? Like we couldn't have come up with yeah, something better than that? Like, like he's not under his employment at all. So yeah, exactly. Fired. That one didn't sit well. I mean he fires a rocket, but I mean if, yeah, if it had been his boss and he was the bad yeah, guy or something yeah. like that, that would have been great. But I'm probably just picking hairs in one. Yeah, yeah. Terribly stupid film. Again, we can look past it because, you know, it's enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to see a guy fly um, on a rocket. And that pretty much brings us to the end of the movie, um, with the exception of sort of our, our, our outplay scene, which is now uh, Helen works with Harry. Boris and Doris. For, yeah, Boris and Doris, <laughs> code names Boris and Doris yeah. for Amiga. So is this how easy it is? Like, yep. I had to keep reminding myself, Shane, it's a stupid movie. 
Don't be just like, you know, okay, you're in because you did that strip tease and yeah. you planted that bug. And you, know? you dropped you dropped an Uzi and made it and look you know, like you it was on a kill purpose. count of 4,400 people. So <laughs> yeah. just from one, one Uzi, which had an unlimited. I'm surprised they didn't offer the daughter a job in the IT department or something. I was well. kind of waiting for that. Like she's on the computer like. True Lies 2, maybe she'll be in there. And so we kind of get a mirrored scene of the first opening scene, which is great, which Cameron does well, where we have complete full circle. Yeah. We've got the mirrored opening scene with him at the ball, but now we've got the two of them at the ball. And by pure coincidence. And by pure <laughs> coincidence, uh, yeah, he comes back for one last, just kicking the balls. Simon. Um, Simon Bill Paxson's character as a waiter pretending to try and chat up women. Yeah. And he urinates himself again. Yep. Which I think is like the third time. Oh, and he, that- don't forget he goes, oh, I've got a small dick. Yeah, and it's pathetic. Like, yeah, <laughs> pathetic. Like he just gets humiliated. And yeah. so, yeah, he urinates himself and runs off and... Then they do the tango and you've got Tom Arnold and Fasil in the car going, uh, no, not the tango, we've got a mission here, you know. Yeah. It's like dun, 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 and then like that's how the Done movie ends. the credits roll, yeah. It's brilliant. Like it's a great way to end the film. Like it's just full circle back and they're back in love and they're in action. And I love the film. Yeah, True Lies is one of my favourite films. Yeah, one of my like favourite Arnie films, probably in the top. Yeah. Five? Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. It's one, like you said earlier, I think you like you said, it's the role he was made to yeah. play. Like, yeah. You see that role, you just feel like he's meant to be it. Yeah, because yeah. he's kind of got that lovable doofus dad, but yeah. he's also a hardcore action dude. He's badass. Yeah, he's yeah, and like um, I couldn't imagine Jamie Lee Curtis at the role. She's really good in that as well. Like she plays the doty housewife, but then like you know you push her too far and she snaps. Like mm. she does that really well. In one of the commentaries, I've heard that that Jamie Lee Curtis, Tom Arnold, and Arnie say it's one of it was one of their most famous, uh, sorry, favorite movies to film. They had, yeah, right. they had an absolute ball, apparently. And Arnie and Tom get on really well in yeah. real life. They're I like mean, they've that. got such good chemistry. Yeah, All I kept fantastic. thinking was, why don't these two make a film together, you know? Yeah. Like, this is so good. Um, yeah, and then even, I mean, the rest of the cast you can't. There's no one. I mean, Bill Paxton, if you could yeah. spin off a movie and give yeah. Simon. That, that'd be a great movie on his own. A little indie comedy yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'd watch that film. Yeah, I'd definitely recommend this movie. Simon's to, um, Lies. <laughs> Simon's Lies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Lives of Simon, maybe. Um, yeah. I definitely recommend the film. It's something I would have. Yeah. Great, great flick. Yeah, it's a good one but to watch stupid, with a group of friends as well. But, yeah, very stupid but very lovable. Some great classic Arnie stuff in there, some good action sequences because it's James Cameron. Yes. So even the smallest action sequences are better than, you know, the big action pieces with, you know, C-grade directors. So, yeah, I recommend. Ben? Oh, yeah, definitely. One of my favourite Arnie movies, like I said. Um, and, uh, good memories of watching it with my grandma for the first time on TV. Yeah, there you go. When I, what, what was 94, was it? So I was yeah, 10 right. years old when I saw it on telly, maybe grandma's, 11. Grandma's letting you yeah, watch True Lies. What a great grandma. That. Yeah. Fantastic. It was good yeah. fun. Lap. Absolutely recommend. Um, good movie. Doesn't take itself too seriously, even though it's supposed to be a spy movie. Stuff blows up action flicks, so... It knows it's being a bit silly and you get to chuckle at it. So, yeah, it's a good watch. Fantastic. So now we fast forward four years into the future of 1998 uh, to a little movie called A Night at the Roxbury. Uh, Wait a second. Mark, did you just grab my ass? (laughs) How could I have grabbed your ass? I'm not even... Because it's okay if you did. (laughs) That is one of the best gags from this movie. But I forgot until I watched it again. That's Colin Quinn. The stand-up comedian playing Dewey. Yeah. I didn't realise he's oh, very yeah. young in it. the bodyguard. Yeah, yeah the bodyguard. Yeah. And I was like, it's Colin Quinn. Yeah. I'm like, this is awesome. And he's so young in it. He must have been before he got into, you know. But he's so, uh, the look on his face every time. Yeah. It's like, 
No, I didn't grab your ass. <laughs> brilliant. I'm standing brilliant. at the door. You're on the other side of the room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's bossed the deer, has that chuckle laugh. He's good. Uh, yeah, Night at the Roxbury is what gun. we're talking about, which I think is one of the like, – if you haven't seen this film – that's weird, unless it's, you're young. If you're young, you probably might not have seen it. But It's the poster child for stupid films. It's a it? big yes. 90s film. It's the poster child for stupid films. It's based off SNL sketch. It's got Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan, who weirdly haven't made anything. The whole time I keep thinking, yeah. do these two not like each other? But I didn't read anything about it. Like, why haven't they made another movie together? Uh, I mean, you could you would have thought they were real brothers. They're so good yeah. in it. And I guess Will Farrell's kind of gone on to bigger and better things. And Far bigger than Chris Kattan. Now, now he's yeah. good friends with Vince Vaughn, obviously. He hasn't done a lot. Yeah. They're in the same movies together all the time. Um, directed by a gentleman called uh, John Fortenberry, who's just done a bucket load of TV. If you name a TV show, he's probably directed it. Okay. Like he has a huge credit listing. Um, and some of the scenes were directed by Amy Heckling. Um, who did Clue, uh, Clueless, Loser, mm-hmm. and um, also a lot of good TV as well, Freaks and Geeks and stuff. She did a few scenes apparently. I think she's directed for SNL as well, but went uncredited. Um, Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan are obviously classed as the writers. They've got another bloke who did a lot of Seinfeld um, and has written a lot of Adam Sandler films, did uh-huh. SNL. Yes. Yeah, wrote Bruce Almighty, Click, Jack and Jill, which I still consider to be one of the worst things yeah, I've seen. Yeah, that's not great. Um, stars obviously Will Ferrell, Chris Kattan, Richard Grieco, Molly Shannon, uh, Dan Hedia, who plays the dad, uh, who's awesome. Mr. Uh, Butabi? Mr. Butabi, yep. yes. Yeah, he's he's awesome. This movie clocks in at an hour and 22 minutes, which is probably just right on the right yeah, amount. Yeah. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, and it shouldn't because it's, it's based on a sketch and, you know, it yeah. can't stretch out too far. Um, the plot, would someone like to take a run at the plot? Well, it's pretty easy. It's two guys who just want to get into this nightclub because they think they'll, you know, pick up the best chicks there and they have an idea for a nightclub and they want to go from there. Yeah, two brothers, we should say. Yeah, two brothers. Stephen Stephen Doug. Doug, Are you two brothers? No. Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, again, this movie's so quotable. There is so many stupid, stupid one-liners in it. Um it cracks me up. Like, they're so good, their performances. It's still funny, yeah. It's still funny. And the good thing about the, these two guys is they're really, maybe I'm overreading it too much, but they're really parodying that kind of people. Like, they're really making a caricature out of that kind of person in the 90s. Yeah. Who just, you know, would go up to a woman and start grinding. Like, they really invade women's yeah, space. It's, and like, it's actually hard to watch at times. Yeah, I get uncomfortable. it's cringeworthy a bit because yeah. they're, like, grinding up against a woman. And, like, the women, like, smash a glass yeah. on one of them yeah. and they get their ass kicked a few times. The security like, check them, yeah. Like, I love it when they're jogging down the street and they see the pretty girl walk and they go back. Oh, yeah. And they say, hey, what's up? You want to dance? What's going on? And then <laughs> and she just, like, just kicks the shit out of them. the hell out of them. <laughs> and they keep on marching. <laughs> and then they just sort of yeah. recover and yeah. keep going, you know? Like, their suits are amazing. Yes. Every time. I was watching this with Christy and – um. I said, can I wear one of those? She said, don't let me catch you in that. <laughs> Please. It is. Their suits are there, yeah. like the shiny and like, yeah, uh, Steve. Is Will Ferrell Steve? No, yes. Yes, Steve yes, and Steve. Doug's the, the, the little brother. Um, is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that kind of shiny material but with the black yeah. T-shirt and the, and the gold chain. And the one of the opening gags when they're – so, you know, the song that we referenced at the start of the episode, What is Love, yeah. which is played just continuously through this film. And they've got the head bounce to it, which is, again, that's almost a quote in my opinion. And he smashes that window. I broke the window again. The way he delivers that line is perfect. It cracks me up. Beautiful. He just says, I broke the window again. (laughs) It's just like, how many times has he broken a window? (laughs) Right about then, they get pulled over by the cop and it's Stifler's mum. 
Yes. Oh, is it? Is yeah, that... it's Stifler's mum. I, I didn't recognise it, it was her until the end. Without too much makeup yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, because I thought it was her. I thought maybe it's her. Like, maybe she's had surgery. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot her name. Was she, well, she gets credited Jennifer as, Coolidge. Yeah, she gets credited it, as yes. Hottie Cop. Oh, wow. Hottie <laughs> Cop, Hottie Cop. <laughs> yeah. Which is great because he's like, hey, you got a, you got a number. Got a, and a date and a and a court. Date yeah. <laughs> at the municipal yeah. court. Yeah. <laughs> um, again, like. These guys are just like characters of people I've known, like who just don't listen, like who want to like think they're pickup machines and don't listen. And they've got the one bad story they keep telling everybody. Oh, yes. Emilio Estevez. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, we have this montage of them in a the line trying to get to the night of the Roxbury and they read telling the same story to every like every person will listen. What is it? And 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 he turned around and he tipped, tipped his, his cap hat. like this. <laughs> And it was none other than the mighty duck man himself, Emilio Estevez. I mean, that would impress me if I was in line listening to that yeah. story. Like, I was like, like, how did you know? I was there. I saw him. You did. You yelled at Emilio. I was like, Emilio! <laughs> so good. Like, the, their delivery. Those two are geniuses, like, I think funny, funny guys. Um, and putting them together is brilliant. I don't think I've ever actually seen the sketch that it drew, it's come from. Like, I, I watch haven't. a lot of SNL, but I don't think I've ever seen the sketch it was born from. Really sad moment though. I was enjoying the movie, and they went to go in the scene where they try to buy their way into the club with Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, as the yes, oh, yes. Yeah, it was just really sad because like he died. Yeah, and stuff. true. I, I keep I having that it. now with like actors who are passing away. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, because he's so funny, and I'm like, oh, I'm trying to think of other movies I'm going to watch. Like I do that often when I'm watching a movie, and mm-hmm. I think, oh, he's, he died a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, yeah. Really sad. But that scene cracks me Thanks up. Thanks for reminding me, That's Shane. Actually, the yeah, movie is actually what reminded me. That movie actually reminded me. Oh, yeah. I forgot he, he is, passed gone. away, yeah. yeah. I'd forgotten until you just said it. Yeah. He, was like, <laughs> he was pretty young. He was like 50, early yeah. 50s or something. Um, and they have the gag where they're going to buy themselves. The guy in front of them gives them $100 and they're like, you know. They're pulling out whatever they can. His good friend, George Washington. Yeah, yeah. And his good friend, George, George Washington. Washington. <laughs> and don't forget. George Washington, <laughs> and the way he just turns all the money and they yeah. give him a couple of pennies, and and he tips it he off, tips it off, and taps board. the clipboard. <laughs> yeah, you're not on the list, and like he just he, for a guy of his stature, he's quite funny, and he really plays into it, which I think is awesome. Um, and then we learn a bit more about their uh, family life. Their oh, dad owns Mr. Batami the Mr. Florist. Yeah, Mr. Oh. Batami. What's the shop fake, called? Silk Palace. Silk Palace. It's they sell fake, fake flowers. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he, he just wants them to be part of the family business. Yeah, 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 and um, yeah, we learned uh, Doug has a crush on the credit card lady. So yes, always, always, to get always checking card. on people's credit. Yep. Um, and yeah, obviously the dad fights a little against you know him and Doug made a bit of a war. Whereas Steve's the character that kind of goes with the flow. And then that's when they bring in the character of Molly Shannon, Shannon's uh, character, Emily. Emily, yep. Emily, yeah, she's great. Molly Shannon is so funny. Everything yes. she does to me cracks me up. Although she's got a really serious movie coming out soon. Um, I'm really, you know, I think it's going to be on Netflix in the next couple of weeks. Look Molly Shannon up and see what that is because it looks really good. The trailer looked quite quite nice. Um, but every comedy thing I see her in, I think she's great because she's one of those comedians that will go like, like, there's my role and I'll go beyond it. Like, there's the line and I'll step over it. Yeah. And she she plays the uh, the potential female um, love interest for, for Will Ferrell who's not really into her but the dad wants it because – her dad owns the light yep. store next door. The classic they, merger yeah. of businesses. Yeah, yep. and they're like, we're going to knock down, you two are going to get married, we're going to knock down the, the wall, wall. Yep. and we're going to have the world's first fake plant and light store. <laughs> yeah. you, you get the impression that um, uh, Steve is sort of interested in her, but Doug keeps ta- turning yeah, her down. Yeah, she kind of gives so. Doug the dirty look every time because he yeah. shuts her down. Like when, yeah, when they're at the beach and they're wearing their Speedos, another yep. classic scene. Great. <laughs> what up? Yeah, what up, what up, what up? 
Um, yeah, there's so anything with hers I think is quite funny because she just cracks me up. And there's a couple of good sight gags with her as well. Um, oh, the she lamps. comes out with the giant bulbs yeah, and holds them inside like of her nice chest. Bulbs, and, yeah. Yeah. and I don't mean that metaphorically. Yeah, I love the way he corrects himself. <laughs> he, has to, he has to clarify. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's really good in that. And then we get the guy, I can't remember his name, the guy at the gym. Oh, their the, trainer, gym, the gym trainer. Craig. Yeah, Craig. Yeah. Can't remember the actor's name, but he sort of pops up in a few different things. Yeah. Um, he's great where he has that real serious talk about like I don't want to getting, talk about you. Yeah. Getting big and Yeah, I don't want to say anything, but you're really lacking in your triceps, yeah. you know. And they're like, Yeah, look, <laughs> we had we sat down and we had a serious talk about this the other night. He goes, I just tell you because I you know I love you, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Lachlan Munro is his Lachlan name. Lachlan Munro, yeah. Mm. He's one of those guys you see in everything. Yeah, he, he pops up. He plays the funny He was um, in Scary Movie, I remember as well. Yeah. Played the guy who oh, has the photograph was, of yeah. the little chode. <laughs> and they um he does the protein bar gag with them. He's like, you know, do you want one of these? Like, no, I just had one of those. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's like a hundred <laughs> different protein yeah. bar no, no, I just had a this and I've got a this. this. Yeah. Um and yeah, so they start to obviously uh Richard Greco. Yeah. He's their hero and he rear-ends their car and That's the inn. Yeah, that's their inn because he doesn't want to get sued because Richard Greco's in a sport a racing car, it's not street legal. Yeah. So he takes them into the night of the Roxbury and they meet Mr. Zadir, who's the Who's the owner? Who's the owner and yeah. the did you touch my ass? And <laughs> He's a brilliant, brilliant character and they have a great night out with him. Um I love it when they go to his house party and the the woman, the topless woman, gets out of the pool. <laughs> yeah, and like, you just, you just see it from her back. Yeah. yeah, you don't see her breast, and yeah. then she's pass me the towel, and they're like, "What's up? Yeah, what's up? What's up?" And they're just like <laughs> they're and she's yeah. like malfunctioning. She has to go like around them to get a towel, <laughs> and they don't know what to do. And then we meet their two love interests here, which is I, I remember the girl, the, the gold diggers. Girl. Yeah, yeah, they're the gold diggers looking for men with money. But the the redhead girl's the um, the, one of the friends from Clueless. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what else she's done. I remember she was in. I remember she was in the Clueless show as well because I was like, wow, that's – to go from the movie yeah, to the show. Yeah, she's back like, to down, really... yeah. Um And, yeah, so obviously they, uh, they, they have a wonderful night with their lady friends. And, and they're still trying to pick them up while they're in the room. Yeah, that's right. They don't they're realise they're already in. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I, what was the tag? It was 42 seconds later. Yeah, yeah and they both <laughs> run out and screaming and this and that and pointing and, yeah, everything, yeah. So we assume that was them losing their virginity, yeah. uh, given given their uh, intelligence. Um, and so, yeah, I guess the movie is that's when you have um, that's everything's established, and this is where we have our falling out between the two brothers. And because they sort of they they want they they get into Z- Zamir's building, the deer's building, and, yes, and he's yes. looking for him, but the Dewey um, doesn't want a part yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. You're not the first losers. I have to get rid of. And that yeah. sort of that sort of starts it because then they see the girls out the front and they crack it at him and say, "You guys are losers, whatever." And yeah, then, they, right. then they sort of start <laughs> they to fall get into at a each slump because they don't have their car, so they've taken their yeah. dad's flower van. I love, by the way, to digress back a bit when. Um, He's loading the van. That's what I wanted to go back to, and he's just chucking them in the van. <laughs> yeah. I was in stitches on the van, and oh. they're like hitting the side yeah. of the van. Cracks, like they're going everywhere. Drop kicks for plan in there, like they're in the worst condition. Those plans, <laughs> and he's just cracking the sand. He's like a little yeah. kid throwing yeah. a tantrum, and it's so good. And then obviously he says some horrible things to his yeah. brother. You know, you're not even that good looking, and yeah, he takes yeah. it like a dagger to his heart. Well, the whole movie he's telling him how, how great he looks. He is, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then they kind of split up and, uh, you know, obviously uh, Steve starts getting married with... Uh, can we go back again, sorry? Yeah. Um, yeah. They're getting ready to go out to the club. You know, they make the commitment that they're not going anywhere else. They're just going to the Roxbury and oh, they're going to get it. in. And there's the big montage of them getting ready. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the sideburn outline. It's got left yes. written on it yes. <laughs> with the hairspray. Yeah. Killing me. Absolutely yeah. killing yeah. me. Yeah. 
And then they're wet waxing each other's backs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like this brutal regime. And that, that's where dad comes in and takes their phones and takes the car keys. Yeah, and, so and they have to take the old brick phones. They get a couple yeah. of brick phone games. They take the flower like, van down. What I find amusing about the dad, he's always, you know, on Doug's case more than Steve. And he yeah. seems to hold Steve in such high regard, but Steve's just as big an idiot. He's a but then that's good because, <laughs> like, at the <laughs> end, know? when, you know, we've got the wedding scene that gets called yeah. off and Richard Grigo's sitting down with the dad, I love that scene. And he's like, who does who does Steve remind you of? Yeah, like you know, he's he's rambunctious, yeah. he's pig-headed. You know, he's got like, uh, big dreams. He reminds me of me when I was his age. Yeah, he's like, so who are you really angry at? I love how Richard it's Greco plays. Even yeah. like his explanation for why he's at the wedding. He's like, oh my god, what are you doing here? He's like, I just don't want to get sued. He's in the bridal party. Yeah, yeah. I just want to get sued. And then, but then when he sits down with the dad, he's like, you know, as an actor, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm extra sensitive to emotion. Um, and like he really, like, yeah, he really yeah. sells it. He yeah. acts. And then the dad's, the dad's just like, "You get me, Richard Rico. You get me." Yeah. You know, and you're like, "Ah." Oh. But that's later on because we obviously have a montage and sort of three quarters away from yeah. with um, of the two, the two parts. Yeah, obviously Emily's changing now that they're together. Yeah, she goes into Zilla, doesn't she? Yeah, and <laughs> we get a few weird sex scenes. I yeah, guess. she's talking about stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, um, Ikea. Ikea, yeah. 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 She's, she's getting off on all, like, we'll <laughs> have furniture. a, yeah, we'll combine the stores. Yeah. We'll add furniture and she's getting all aroused. And she's so, like, I, I can't, <laughs> my makes, love for Molly Shannon is so She makes deep. him throw out all the good suits and that's right. All yeah. the things she doesn't like. Yeah. And he's just sitting there with a tear rolling down yeah. his cheek. A lot of this, I kept thinking, a lot of this is this is what, is this how we got Step Brothers, the movie? Oh, well. Mm. Because, you know, when they break up and yeah. then they sort of come back together, like it felt so Step Brothers, which is what, like yeah. 2000, 2008 or it something? Does, yeah. It does have a little bit of feeling to that. I thought the same thing. Yeah, you kind of yeah. like this must have been in the back of Will Ferrell's head, like Step Brothers. This will, I can reuse all this kind of – because they have such a weird relationship as brothers Yeah, um, in the, in this movie because then, you, you know, you're showing um, – Steve, uh, Doug, sorry, Doug Batabi. He's spiraling, yeah. Yeah, he's spiraling out of control and just doing whippets and looking out. He's looking out the window oh, and they're, yeah, they're, they're shagging in the hot tub. The cream, yeah. <laughs> he takes Craig, the fitness yep. trainer, out to the, to the club, <laughs> yeah. And then he has a go at him, and I love the way Craig's just like, you know, I'm a man, I have feelings as well. Like, he's like, you're right, I'm sorry. Like, it kind of plays into cliches, but then it kind of at the end flips them on their head a little bit. So you get a lot of real big laughs out of that. As well as being extremely quotable. I mean, we've been rambling. We've probably quoted it too much. But. Yeah, but I still think there's probably way more in it if you oh, haven't yeah. seen it. Watch it. You know, absolutely. Um, my favourite part is the wedding because oh, yeah. I, I think it's the best. I don't know why, but I, I was drinking a glass of milk when I was watching it and I spat the milk everywhere <laughs> and I had to mop and clean it up. It was the wedding scene where the priest's there and he's going to marry Emily and Steve. Yeah. And he says, repeat after me. And Steve goes, after me. (laughs) It's so stupid. But the way the priest laughs, like, oh, like it's the first time someone's done it. And he goes, I'm sorry, that's good. And I just spat my drink. (laughs) It's just bad timing. I'd taken a mouthful of milk and I just spat it everywhere. Because it's such a stupid gag and I don't know why I laugh so Mm, hard. It just works, though. It works, It works brilliantly. If the priest didn't laugh, it wouldn't work. But because the priest laughed, that's that's Yeah, the priest kind of like giggles like, oh, that's the first time you sort of heard it. And you're like... And the the way Will Ferrell holds such a straight face, you know, like straight face. Yeah, he's serious, yeah. That would have been a hard movie to to work on, I reckon, keeping a straight face. And then, of course, the the ceremony is interrupted by, you know, what is love? Oh, it's amazing, that. And the, and, head, uh, the head starts. Yeah, we're yeah. getting a bit of a say something. Uh, say something? No. Uh, what am I thinking of? 
drawing a blank John Cusack movie where he holds the boombox above his head. You two are looking at me like nah, I've never heard of Someone yeah. knows out there knows the yeah. one I'm talking about. That's how he wins the girl over. He holds yeah. the boombox up at, at the outside of her bedroom with, with the yeah. song playing. But obviously in this case it's what is love. Yeah. Um, so I have to say the soundtrack to this film is great. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm also going to tell you that I bought it when it came out oh, on yeah. CD. Oh, so wow. I do own it on so CD. So you don't have to go to work and look it up. Wow. No, no, I own this soundtrack. I bought it when I was holidaying, holidaying in South Australia. I remember I bought this in the and I think it was the Ace Ventura 2 soundtrack. I don't know what was going on. Wow. Dark times in my life. <laughs> um, the soundtrack's good. So, like, when they've split up, you've got the everybody hurts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, the use of music in this yeah. is so good. I, I, I love it. Um, yeah, you've got uh, Doug on the, uh, at the back of the wedding, boombox above his head, what is love, starts bouncing his head. And yeah. <laughs> you see Will Ferrell's just like, and she's it like, stop moving, moving your head. Don't yeah. move your head. Oh, you look like an idiot. And he's just like the, you can't help the, it. Yep, and then he runs off, and then of course, um, what's his name? Craig. Craig marries trainer. Her. Yep, he hops right in there. <laughs> he's ready to take a bullet. <laughs> yeah, it's great, but he loves it though. He's and like, then the priest's like, you know, this is a whole new fee. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's very good. What does um, she say to him? She says something funny, like um, something. Oh, like, we'll need to look into infomercials. Yeah, infomercials. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, he wants yeah. to release his own yeah. series of power. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. Infomercials. <laughs> Um, and mm. I think they they had they have a little vow, exchange of vows as well, which is quite funny too. You know, oh, Will Ferrell, yeah, yeah I, I like, and you let me have sex with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like his vows are just like yeah. facts, and yeah, he yeah, reads yeah. them out. Yeah, yeah. We before we knew each other, and then yeah. we knew each other, and then you let me have sex yeah, with yeah. you. Yeah, and um, cameo almost from Eva Mendes. Oh, oh yeah, her out. first yes. film she was ever in. Yeah, and then she plays his wife like ten years later in the other. Yes, and he's he's like staring at her. Had her breasts oh, yeah. during the ceremony. That's yeah. right. Oi. And he's like, what does he say to he her? Goes, like, what's up? What's up? <laughs> yeah. In the middle of his own wedding ceremony. Um, and then we get this weird scene where they're like in a, I can only describe as a Chinese garden. Like on a little wishing bridge in a Chinese yeah. garden. Oh, and they're skipping the stones or trying and they're to skipping, skip stones. Trying to skip stones. And you've got uh, Bruce Springsteen's Secret Garden playing. Yeah, Again, another reason track. I bought the soundtrack. What a track. Bit of a um, tribute to our uh, Jerry Maguire um, scene in Jerry Maguire where Tom Cruise comes back and confesses his love. Yeah. And that's what he does. You know, you don't drag me down, I drag me down. And yeah. they're actually like acting now. Yeah. Like it's yeah. actually quite good. And He's, then Will Ferrell. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. And you see, you see Chris Catan just like, what? And he's like, shut up. You had me at hello. And they hug and kiss and they make up and it's brilliant. And it's kind of basically the end of the film, right? Like, well, they go. No, they, they go to the oh, sorry, outdoor yeah. club. Yeah, they, they see their they right. see their yeah. club. They go. They're going to go rock it out at the nightclub, and they see their club. The inside is the outside, and, and the outside that's, is that's the right because that was their yeah. theme, right? Their theme was because yeah. they're always on the outside of a club. Was we'll have the inside and the outside, the outside and the inside. Yeah. yeah. So they rock up and they say we're on the list, and they check the names. And go, oh yeah, you are on the and list. And they couldn't believe they it. Yeah, I love the way. Like, yeah, of course we are. Right, yeah. We're walking in now. And then they go in and there's stop signs and park benches yeah. and cars all inside. And they're reunited with Zadir and... Yeah, he's like, I go partner with you. And everyone knows who they are inside and they're like, what's going on? <laughs> That's what? right. And yeah. they meet the two women, one from That's the right. cop so we meet the yeah. credit lady. Yeah. Meet Hottie, Hottie Cop Hottie and Credit cop. Lady and, yeah. and they're just as stupid as them. Yeah. 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 What's their joke? Do you guys want to dance? No. Yes. 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 Yeah, they, oh, they yeah, use yeah, their own stupid like joke that. back on them. Yeah. And then out to the dance floor they go, 
And, and I'm pretty sure we get moves. Uh, we get another what is love, I think so. do we? Because we get it about seven or eight times. Well, they they well use that, that track, term, yeah, yeah, we get it a lot. They milk that that bad boy. That movie will forever be tied to that song. I only yes. know of that song. I think that song only exists because of that movie. Yeah. It's like, not no a, disrespect yeah. to Hardaway if they are listening. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are, yeah. Uh, great, great film. Um, I hadn't seen it in a very long time. Um, probably oh, been about five or six years. Uh, so I rewatched it and, yeah, like it, it still held up for me and it, I was still genuinely laughing. Not a lot of movies make me laugh out loud, but that one had some really good laugh out loud mm. moments. Um, and, yeah, it's super quotable. Did you touch my – like that was huge when I, I was in that. high school. Yeah. You know, you, like yeah. I, I remember like stopping in the middle of the classroom and yelling out to the guy on the other side, did you just, did you just grab my ass? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I didn't. It's impossible. I'm on the other side of the room. It's yeah, physically impossible. Perfect. It had so many good quotes that um, – which is hilarious as well. Um, I, yeah, again, this is another one I definitely recommend. If you haven't seen it, if you're of the younger generation and you're like, what is this movie? Yeah. And you see it, you know, it's always like a 698 title at JB Hi Fi, something like that. Like, yep. just buy it. It's worth it. It's hilarious. Ben? Yeah. I saw this um, 16 years ago, maybe more. A friend of mine made us watch it. And I was at the time, I was more like, yeah, not really my thing. But. Over time, I've thought about it without seeing it again and I've appreciated it. And then watching it again recently, I was like, gee, I really do love this movie. <laughs> you know? So sometimes movies go downwards for me, but this one has risen. You know, it's, it's aged very finely. So again, recommend it. It's definitely worth a laugh. Um, but again, you've got to accept it as a silly movie, you know. Yeah, probably don't uh, <laughs> try to analyse it. Yeah, don't over-expectate it, you know. I did that too much. <laughs> I was um, I was introduced to this film by a friend of mine at, at school and insisted that I had to watch it. So I uh, watched it with him and I enjoyed it then. But I have to say, watching it the other night again, laughing hysterically out loud. Um, and even my wife joined in on the laughter. She got a few of the, the one-liners and thought mm. they were good as well. And she, we laugh at completely different things. So it was good that it, it got her as well. But, um, yeah, there's so many moments that had me laughing probably far too loud <laughs> yeah. uh, sitting on the couch watching this. So, yeah, you have to go and see it. If you've never seen it, go and watch it. If you've seen it and haven't seen it for a while, go and watch it again. Uh, hilarious. Yeah, I think it's one of those films that I don't know if it was released now, maybe with the political correctness of today's world mm. and the social justice warrior keyboard clans out there now, maybe this kind of film would probably be... Well, I think, screw them. I say. Yeah, I yeah. think it's one of those films where it's like, you know what, just check your brain at the door and just have some fun and just... Don't be too over-analytical and just enjoy it for what it is. Now, instead of going forward in time, we're going to go back in time from 1998 to 1997's Con Air. Did we uh, charge the flux capacitors? We did. We filled it up <laughs> with garbage. Marty, uh, directed by Simon West. Um, Con Air was his first movie. Yes. He has done things such as The General's Daughter, Tomb Raider and The Expendables 2. Yeah. The General's Daughter was a really good film. What's going on? The General's Daughter is a great film. That's the one with... Um, John Travolta? Is it? Yeah, and he investigates the General's Daughter gets murdered. Yeah. It's the General's Daughter that gets murdered. Yeah, raped and murdered. Um, and what's his name in it? That'll do, pig. That'll do. Yes, I don't know his name. You know him. The, the farmer. Old, yeah, he's yeah. in everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a weird little roster to have, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, to have done like... Con Air and then The General's Daughter. Mm. Bizarre. Uh, Scott Rosenberg, um, Disturbing Behaviour. Do you remember that film? I haven't seen that in years. That was the one with Katie Holmes and a very, very young James Marsden. 
It was almost like a class of I, 99. I feel like I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to actually go back and find it and watch it now because I'd forgotten about that movie. Um, High Fidelity, which is a great mm-hmm. film, one of my favourites. Uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, yeah. Again, another film. So Con Air is not a Michael Bay film, and I'm going to probably say at one point during this talk that it's a Michael Bay film. Yeah. I keep forgetting it's not. Gone in 60 Seconds is another one where I'm like, how is that not a Michael Bay film? Uh, this guy did 2000, um, he's doing the new Jumanji as well, I should oh, say. Oh, okay. The one with, with the, the rock, rock and stuff yep. that just started filming. Um, but he also did a little gem called Kangaroo Jack. Oh, oh cool. look out. Well, I consider to be a terrible, terrible film. <laughs> when you want to talk about stars in this film. Oh, wow, yeah. Uh, the list is as long as my page. Cusack, Malkovich, Cage, Buscemi. Chappelle, Rames, they just keep coming. How did they get them all into this? I don't know. Brockheimer. It must have been Brockheimer. Brockheimer was yeah, big at this stage. I don't know people around. wanted to be in Brockheimer movies. Yeah, but he must have been just throwing That's his an amazing around. cast of, you know, and it sort of typifies 90s a little bit, you know, where stars were playing action roles that you wouldn't have pictured them playing. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what is John Malkovich doing in yeah, this movie? Yeah. He he's an actor. He's a real actor. He is, yeah. Uh, clock's in an hour and 55, which I think is great um, because, you know, it, yeah. it's, it's a stupid movie with Again, a stupid that, premise. Again, that flies. I guess. Do you want to take a swing at the plot, Lappy? <laughs> yeah, the, the sketchy plot. Yeah. Um, if you can so, carve something out of yeah, the Yeah, so we, we have our um, our hero character, I guess we'll call him. Um, Cameron Poe. Cameron Poe, who's played by Nicolas Cage. He Sporting the best Deep South accent. Cameron yes. Poe. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, he's an army ranger, so well-trained, decorated um, war veteran, and he gets himself into a bit of trouble, um, accidentally kills a guy, goes to prison. That's right. And so the film basically is him um, Passing his time in prison and then the, the release day for him comes and he gets on a fantastic flight full of the world's worst criminals <laughs> all on one criminal. plane. Yep. What could possibly go wrong Everything. to take a take a ride to um to go and see his family? I don't even understand why he was in a prison so far away from his family. Yeah, and, I started to write stuff like that down, then I just gave up. Yeah. And and why they didn't just kick him out the front door like they normally do in yeah, movies. But anyway, I guess yeah. if we did that, we wouldn't we have wouldn't a fantastic have a, film yeah, to yeah. talk about. Um, so, yeah, he gets on this plane full of the world's worst criminals and inept prison guards, um, and shit goes bad. Before we get into that, I just want to give this film the respect it deserves. I never knew this until I looked it up. Nominated for two Academy Awards. It was not. It was nominated <laughs> for two Academy Awards. What were they, sound design? Sound design <laughs> yes. and original song. There you go. Oh, okay. It didn't win. It was nominated. It yep. did win a Razzie that year, though, because oh, the Razzies wow. is on the same time. If anyone doesn't know what the Razzies is, yes. that's like the bad awards. The opposite films. awards, yeah. So it won a Razzie for, and I quote, Worst reckless disregard for human life and public property, <laughs> which is just bang on for this yeah, film. It's yeah. amazing that they've got a category for that. Yeah, yeah what a coincidence <laughs> of that category because that suits this film to a T. Um, yeah, that was in the notes. I didn't know it was, and and I should note that the the two guys I think that for the sound have been nominated for an Academy Award several times and have never won. More mm. bastards! How many times do you think they've been nominated? I'm going to go, oh, go seven. I'm going to go eight. 43. Oh, whoa. 43. That's what I looked up. I didn't have a chance to verify because I usually like to verify those facts on two or three websites, but one yeah. website that these two blokes have been nominated for 43 times for wow. different concepts of sound, like soundtrack, yeah. sound design, yeah. and have never won. 
Because they've always been attached to a really bad film from what I could tell. <laughs> they, they must need to up their price so they can get on some good films. And I also read on the same fact page that uh, John Cusack refuses to be interviewed about this movie. Oh, wow. Will not answer questions about this movie. Wow. So is he offended by the film? I don't know. That's all it says. Like, I... I mean, is it the fact that he's wearing socks and sandals in the movie and nobody draws attention to and that fact? And his suit is incredibly badly fitted. It's so yeah. big for him. Oh, yeah. When you first see him, I'm like, is he wearing socks and sandals and, like, his dad's suit? Like, yes. what is it's terrible. Has all the budget gone to the plane and not for Vince Larkin, the, yeah. you know, what is he, an air marshal? Yeah, he's a marshal, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Like, yeah, so we're talking about an Oscar-nominated film here, boys, all right? So okay, let's pay it some respect. Let's keep it classy. Keep it clean. How bad, talking about the start of the movie, how bad are these dickheads yeah, that pick on him and attack his... Yeah, mm. he's, in, he's in military uniform. He's in uniform and they rip his badges off and they yeah. say, you're the reason, like, pussies like Nam. you are the yeah. reason we lost yeah. Nam. Yeah. What world is this terrible. happening here? Yeah. Terrible. There's no way that, like, some Drunk rednecks, rednecks, like, even the worst of rednecks are still ridiculously patriotic. And the line that cracks me up, and I wrote it down, um, the judge says something along the lines of, with your military skills, you are not subject to the same laws as everyone else. Well, then else. why isn't he being court-martialed? And I'm like, well, hang on. <laughs> yes, he is subject to yeah. the same laws. Everyone is. Exactly. That doesn't, we don't have a varying court. degree. I mean, we do, but we shouldn't. We don't have a varying degree based on your social status. Or yeah, your, exactly. Your but I just thought that's the stupidest line. The judge is like, yeah. based on your training, you know, bang, bang, 10 years. And, like, the lawyer just told him four. The, yeah. He said Why four did he secure that? He, he reckoned he, the lawyer said, um, you know, we can get you probably, you know, one year on good behaviour. And all of a sudden he's serving seven to eight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. And, I mean, we should point out pretty much every step of this film is stupid. Yeah. But there's something about this film, I don't know about you two, but I love this film and I watch that's, it all the time. This is the best, worst movie of all time. Yeah, it's it's everything. And I forgot it because I hadn't watched it in a while, but I forgot how nearly everything in this movie is stupid. Everything that movie wants you to feel is stupid. Everything the movie does is stupid. Yeah. Every character's motivation is stupid. Yeah, and everything that moves the plot along is, could be avoided, so it's stupid. Yeah. I mean, he could just get in the car and go home with his missus and have a great night instead of fighting these dudes. Yeah. yeah, and I'm so glad Nicholas Cage is one of my favourite actors uh, purely because he won't say no to being in anything and he'll appear in anything, mm. and I love that. But he always has a weird, crazy Cage moment, that I call him. And can you guess which I'm referencing in this movie? His, movie, his moments where he just flips out and makes noises. Do you, oh, when he gets the letter, I'm yes. going home. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, with the baby so weird. Yeah. His, his cellmate, uh, baby, baby O, reads yeah. it to him. And he says, oh, he makes like a weird sound. Then hugs him and he's like, I'm going home. Fun fact. I'm like, Cage, yes. Baby-O. Baby-O, yes. Plays a role, the actor, plays a role in both my favourite movies, Heat and Pulp Fiction. Um, is Baby-O in Heat? He's in Heat. He's one of the cops working for Vincent. And he's in uh, his Bubba in um, Forrest Gump. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. He is Bubba. So You're right. right. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know he was in Heat. Though. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that, that sound. That- Watch this movie just for that moment. Like, I'm sure... You don't have to watch it for long for that moment. Yeah, it's in the first five, ten minutes. He gets out of jail. Um, and then we basically, I guess, the first sort of... Thir- this first part of the film I wrote down is really awesome because it's basically just like... The montage. Well, I wrote down Vince Larkin, socks and sandals and badly <laughs> fitted suit. Why is no one pulling him up on this? Yeah. But we also have Duncan Malloy. Yeah. Who I can't remember the actor's the, name. The He's one of those. Yeah, he rocks up in his cor- <laughs> Corvette or I don't He's know. Stingray, yeah. He's Stingray and he parks in the disabled spot, so we know yep. he's a dickhead. Yep. Um, and they rock up and so then they kind of clash heads and we learn that there's uh, one of the DE agents, because Duncan Moore is a DE yep. agent, going on the flight. 
Um, but then my favourite part of the film is kind of like the who's who. Oh, yeah, the cast. Yeah, this <laughs> is where it's like who's who um, of, of what's, what's going to happen. And everyone's and, got a badass story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I love the part where it's all like, who do they bring up first? Um, um, Malloy, bad boy. Bad boy, what's his name I've or something? I've got their names written down. Billy Bedlam. Billy Bedlam, that was it. He's yeah, the one who killed yeah. his wife was cheating on him, so he will drive across and killed the family instead. That's right. And then he <laughs> yeah. kills like a whole family, yeah. and you're like, oh, this yeah. guy's a nut bar. And then you get Cyrus the Virus, um, played so, yeah. by John Malkovich, and we learn he's a doctor. Yeah, he's got he's got he's, he's got, got his doctorate in prison and stuff. He bettered yeah. himself inside of prison. Yeah. How good is that? Why are we not calling him Doctor Cyrus yeah, the Virus? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's a terrible name. Yeah. I don't know what John Malkovich is doing in this film. And he's I a genius. He really is a genius. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he's just playing it. I think he just rocked up and collected his paycheck and just had fun. Like, yeah. he looks like he just had yeah. a lot of fun. Um, and he's kind of like the one leading the revolution. Yeah. Um, and then we, sorry, who else do we get? Diamond Dog. Diamond, Diamond Dog, Dog, which is Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames. Yeah. Um, Pinball, which is Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. yeah Pinball Dave Chappelle, which is, he's great in this. Dave Chappelle's so good in this. It makes I love Dave uh, Chappelle. And the, the one yeah. I really hate, Danny Trejo. Um, oh, John, it's Johnny, Johnny 23. 23. Yeah, yeah, he's like a terrible rapist. I'd be Johnny 600 if they knew the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he's kind of the motivation for like, Post stays on the yes, plane as well. Yes, to protect Guard Bishop. Yeah. Because, yeah, um, yeah, Guard Bishop, who he kind of connects with a yeah, little bit. Um, over the, the daughter. Johnny thing. 23 is threatening to rape her. Yeah. Uh, and also, obviously, Baby O uh, is diabetic and yep. needs his insulin. So that's the reason Post stays on the plane. Um, but, yeah, I love how we get the sort of, um, you know, who's who of a, like a celebrity yeah, showcase. It's like, it's like a red carpet And, walk. like, I just can't believe no one's saying, like, Seriously, this can we split like a these dudes idea. up? Well, they they do. <laughs> like, um, what? yeah. The, the um, there's a female U.S. marshal, and she's like, "I hope nothing goes wrong." Yeah, you kind of got everyone on this one plane. Knock oh, that's board. right. Like, yeah, yeah, the marshal that works with uh, Vince Larkin, played by John Cusack. Yeah, you're right. She does bring it up, and it's like, yeah, why do we not just schedule this over like two weeks? Yeah, <laughs> that's why not. You know, what uh, could go wrong? Then we obviously get into the flight, and it's pretty ludicrous. And Cameron um, Poe, he's a nobody. Yeah, yeah, you've got about 10 nobodies plus probably 10, 15 somebodies. Yeah. Who's who of killing or something, I think they say. Um, and then you've got... Uh, the plant, the planted agent. The agent is yeah. kind of, yeah. We Well, I mean, the, the escape is so ridiculous. So you've got Cyrus and uh, Diamond Dog have needles in, in their arms, hands. Yep. So they pull them out and pick the locks. And doesn't that look... Just gross. Yeah, they're real <laughs> close up on both of them. It's unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but anyway, obviously, uh, Dave Chappelle coughs up a little flamethrower with a little yeah, bag that of was fuel. Weird. With. Yeah. Sets the guy on, on fire next to him. Yeah. And I assume at some point he ate shit as well because when the guy checks his mouth. Because he doesn't want to get inspected too closely. The guy's closely. like, oh, you stink. You've been eating shit. And he goes, oh, and, the guy told me you love me. And the thing like, is, classic Chappelle. little <laughs> details like that pop up in this movie where, yeah. yeah, he probably did have really bad breath deliberately so he didn't get inspected too yeah, closely. Yeah, because he was obviously but, had the thing tied around his tonsils. For every little detail that there is, there's a completely ridiculous, nonsensical thing that Giant that's paired gaping with hole it, in the know? plot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, he obviously says to the poor Indian guy, if you get pulled through this, you know, please don't hold a grudge. And then yeah. pours a fuel over him, sets him on fire. That causes chaos. The guards, you know, get overpowered. And yeah. He releases them. And kind of now, then we get our classic welcome to Con Air yeah. from John Malkovich as he takes over the plane. And the, the poor doctor actually gets... Handcuffed into the neck, breaks, oh, yeah, breaks the all doctor, the needles, breaks all the insulin. Yeah. So poor baby, he's freaking out because yeah. he's got no syringes. 
I think he finds one good vial of insulin. Yeah, a couple of a uh, couple of convicts on the plane, couple of bullets. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah, a couple ones. of stray booms. Yeah, yeah it's not a, it's not a smooth carnage. takeover. No, not as. But I guess that was the point. I, I love the um the introduction of the gun to the cabin of the plane though. The two pilots are like, oh, you better check what's going on back there. Grab the gun from the lockbox. Yeah, why? It's the only weapon on the plane, yeah. and you're just unlocking it for and someone to take it from you. you're locked in the fortress of the cockpit. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So I'm going to open the door. I can't believe door. you don't have a camera. Or a peephole. This is 1997. <laughs> what even, was a, even a hole just in a, the door. Yeah, even out. just a perspex window. Yeah. Bulletproof. I'm going to open the door with the gun pointing out first so that they can guarantee they can take it off me. Good mm. plan. Yeah, and that obviously uh, brings us to back to the agent who was told specifically not to have a gun. but yes. our snuck it on. Dickhead ass kicker, DA agent uh, Duncan Malloy, slips him uh, a gun in his sock, and so he pulls a gun and holds a hostage and obviously that doesn't end well for him because uh, Don Malkovich is You know Cyrus this is a situation and, you can't control. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and Poe tries to talk him down um, but which Cyrus is like impresses hey, people and so Dave Chappelle's yeah. which I love that he's like I don't give a yeah. damn about this Don't hide behind a two-bit negro. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. like later on Dave Chappelle's like you didn't really mean that did you? He goes, give <laughs> me that gun. Yeah. yeah, of course I did. Like, <laughs> like I don't know if that was a Malkovich touch where he's like give me the gun he's using the gun. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was good. Take the gun first. Yeah. It's um Again, it's a, such a stupid film um, and a stupid idea and everything but like they're so charming as bad guys. Yeah. Which sort of brings me to our next point, when they stop to land to pick up more prisoners and drop six prisoners. Carson City, yeah. yeah. Carson City. Um, and um, Swamp Thing gets on, oh, Mincy yeah, Ganey, who I love. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's brilliant in whatever he does. Um, but we also get Garland Green, that played oh, yes. yes. Sashimi. That is disturbing. They unlock so the good. van, this guy gets out in like leather bondage gear that covers his <laughs> face and bounds his two arms together and there's like four guys with poles. Yeah, that's a bit overkill. Yeah, sure. like who's this guy? Like if he is a serial killer and he does look like a serial killer. Yeah, he looks killer, very sick. His, his, <laughs> his ability wasn't strength. He didn't overpower no, these that's people. For sure. He was a smart man who <laughs> yeah. probably sedated them, then yep, murdered them. Yep. So we learned that he's killed like 35 people. And he wore a girl's hat across a couple of states. He severed a girl's head <laughs> yeah. and he wore it as a hat, as we learn later on, because he tells them that. Um, and he's just ludicrous. And so they put him in one of the cages and obviously the transfer goes relatively smooth because they bag tag all mm. the, the prisoners that get off and Poe doesn't get off when he could have. Yeah. So, yeah. But he plants the tape on the uh, the guard. And that's right, the DEA secret yep. hidden tape. Yep. Which, hoping again, it'll Hoping it'll roll out again, and be Again, I, I wrote a note about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, 1997, we couldn't get a better tape recorder. Like something a touch smaller. That thing is like a genuine big old-fashioned. It's like a reel-to-reel tape yeah. recorder. Yeah. Yeah. tape recorder. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it's 1997, I'm pretty sure. They had like mobile they had phones. digital recorders <laughs> by that, say, dictaphones <laughs> yeah, and stuff. They had mobile phones, surely something a bit better. Even uh, if you know, if you had to stretch the budget, get a mini disc recorder for Christ's mm. sake. And I love the way they wheel him on the plane, and Johnny Twenty Three is like, "It's Colin Green," you know, and the Marietta Mangler. This is where, yeah, something yeah. like that. He's got so many different names. But the the one thing I do like about this movie is the lines are so stupid, and but they just they own the lines and they yes. deliver them well. And Cage delivering him in his Deep South oh. accent cracks me up. Like every time when. You know, he's a killer. He's killed 35 people. He wants to cut off a girl's head and wore it in a hat through two, you know. And he goes, he's on the right flight. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He says that so many times, like Christ in a cartoon. Like he just says so many, like, um, you know, when Garland's trying to talk to him about madness and stuff and he's just like, you know, you don't have to talk to me yeah. if you don't want to. Yeah. Like this is so many lines. This, this movie has more one-liners than you think. Like, yeah, probably. Once you go through it, if you were to keep a tally, you'd be – yeah, you'd be nearly in triple digits. 
It, it's got a lot. Everything that comes out of Cameron Poe's it. mouth is, yeah. is a zinger. And yeah. I, I wish I could. I can't do it in a Southland accent, but his is just. Well, he went to Alabama and practiced it. He did not. No, he did. Really? 100% I know. He failed meditation. I saw that on a commentary or something somewhere. That the one bunny does, he does get to put the bunny back, back in, in the, the box. box. He yeah. must have practiced that about 10 times. Apparently he was the big advocator of the bunny. He added that to the script. Because oh. the bunny's meant to be a metaphor for his character's change. Yep, okay. I don't get it. Um, but well, good on him. Like, it's good to have that his input. His character didn't really need to change. If anything, he got screwed in the start of the film, so... Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, obviously they get caught out and poor Dave Chappelle's chatting up a girl. Oh, yeah, with the transponder. Which is great. Yeah. I see, I ain't seen a woman as beautiful you in, say, five to ten years. <laughs> so, sub-stupid plot, they plant the transponder on that guy's plane. Like yeah? a tourist plane, A tourist plane. plane. Yeah. There's a sandstorm. You think the likelihood that there's going to be a scenic tour today might yeah. be pretty low? Yeah. Like, <laughs> let's count on that. Yeah, it's kind of like, I'll put in this scenic tour plane because there's a sandstorm. And then I think the guy does try and... Uh, don't worry, we'll be through this sandstorm yeah, pretty shortly. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's a sandstorm isolated entirely on that airport. Yeah. It's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Once we're out of it, we'll be able to see all the scenic views. And, of course, that's great because the helicopters chase after the yeah. tourist plane. We can give some swamp thing who's the new pilot yeah. the chance to get away. But we learned the landing gear's dragging. Oh, mm. poor Dave. Um, we've got to poor cut pinball. Some, yeah, so we head down there with Poe and Diamond Dog and we yeah. find... I guess, which is meant to be pinball yeah. or just like a terrible wax it's version very, of him. very, very strange looking. And then he writes, yeah, that's when we get, he writes, he a, writes note a note to Lark and, you know, Officer Lark. On the body, yeah. To learn a point. Yeah, he writes on the body, pushes it out the hole. Um, I wrote here, oh, the general from Stargate. Yeah. That's cool. General Hammond, yeah. General Hammond from yeah. Stargate. <laughs> that's how I recognised him. Um, I don't know why this body doesn't explode into, oh, into a thousand million pieces. Million pieces and, Surely and, there'd be enough blood to, to stain that white shirt. Yeah. To be unreadable. <laughs> and then we get, because then later on you get the cop who calls Larkin. This is a body fell out, fell out of the sky. What's it got to do with me? It's got, it's got your, your name, name written all over it. <laughs> it doesn't tell him what it says. He yeah. then has to go and figure out what yeah. airfield they're yeah, going to. You could have told him the message. And that guy doesn't look like an actor. I think he was just a real cop that might have been on set, you know, like an old movie class. He's like, <laughs> We're oh, short a yeah, cop. Can you get in here? Um, which is awesome. So obviously, you know, that's that's a big, big thing. And then we, we learn about the cargo hole, which later drives the plot when Mad Dog or what's his name goes down there? Um, Bed- Billy, Billy Bedlam. Bedlam. Yeah. yeah. And that's how we get our famous bunny scene. Yeah. Because all their gear is stored in there. Yeah. Yeah. In the box. And he's got the bunny, which is a gift for his daughter. Because he hasn't yes. seen her in seven years. And ever. Says, My dad's seen ever. getting Never released. seen her. Yeah. Sorry. She was, pregnant. she was in the belly when he went into jail. And That's then. interesting because was he away on mission or was he away on training? I thought the, the same start? thing because he comes back and, and he she's pregnant. Her belly. Like you can't have This is maybe three months along, tops, you know? Yeah. How long has he been away? Yeah. So has he been away on a short mission and come back? It felt back? like years. Mm. But, yeah. They make it feel like he's <laughs> yeah. back now. But it was surely only Maybe a it was a classic months. Jesus Christ scenario where she's like, oh, Immaculate <laughs> Conception. And he's like, all right. I think Trisha Powell is, is trustworthy. She's a trustworthy I don't think character. she mucked around. Are you she, saying Mary for him. wasn't trustworthy? Is that what you're saying? What's that? You're saying Mary from the Bible well, I don't wasn't know. trustworthy? Maybe there was something going on. I don't know Mary on. that Some well. Some stories going on. I don't <laughs> I'm know. pretty comfortable with Trisha. Yeah. Maybe. Trisha Poe. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, we learn about the bunny and, he, and then obviously the guy learns and we have our fight scene under there, which is quite... And he gets the old piercing through the chest. Mm. Yeah, brutal death. That, that was actually a waste of an, a one-liner there. They could have said something like, you know, the Arnie The one time we need a liner, yeah, we instead, get nothing. he goes back to the bunny We do line. get the bunny. Brilliant, though, but he delivers it brilliantly again. Because he says it like, put the bunny back in the box. Yeah. And the guy's like, you could have gotten off this plane. Why didn't you? Yeah. I said, put the bunny back in the box. 
Yeah. And then he fights him, and yeah. then at the end he goes, "I wish you'd, I wish you." Why put the couldn't bunny? you just put the bunny yeah. back in the box? <laughs> like, shut up about this bunny, here, yeah. but it's still one of the best lines. Put the bunny back in the and box. And the, then there's this whole side thing with Vince Larkin in the jail cell. Oh Vince yes, figuring out all the car, mm. you know the the learner airfield and all that sort of stuff going on. Which is probably my favourite part because these are all, all officers of the law. They've been yeah, trained to handle, especially. Especially, like, I'm talking about just the officers in the jail. They're obviously, oh, okay. been, they're obviously I would say, specialty enforcers if they're looking after the, the types the nutters, of Dr. Yeah. Cyrus the virus. Um, and he picks up the tin that says do not open. Yeah. And he so what does he just do? Opens it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, well, don't think of elephants. The last what are you going to do? <laughs> the last thing. Well, I'm not going to open the tin. <laughs> the last thing I would think of finding in a jail cell is a bomb. How yeah, did he make would it? Would you open the tin? <laughs> I wouldn't open it. Oh, the bomb is so complex when he opens it. It's, yeah. it's a classic movie bomb, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green liquid, blue liquid, oh, yeah. a bunch Bubbling. of... Bubbling. Yeah, yeah. you like... Some ticker stuff. Like, at least make it look like a like a frigging Simtax smashed into a box with wires. Very out. curious how he was able to make that. <laughs> oh, how did he plaster all the wall back? Oh, that's, yeah. that's I mean, a, his yeah. whole thing... The whole thing is stupid. Yeah. He's um, got blueprints of the plane. How did he know what the plane was going to be? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. He's like, got all this information that he had no way of. So knowing. I know the drug, the the Spanish drug guys. But then he has the letter the from Mexicans. Like, yeah, but I don't know how they knew that stuff. Why too. are they sending him a letter with a formal letterhead though? And I mean, the whole plan hinges on them all being on the same flight. What if there was a last minute change? <laughs> There's a lot of things that happen that yeah. hinge on everything. Yes, yeah, yes. Like it's yeah, anything could go wrong. And for such a well hatched plan. It's funny that the weak point was the connecting flight. Yeah. Like the, everything else goes yeah. over so perfectly yeah. smoothly <laughs> that it's all impossible, exchange. but their connecting flight couldn't happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And that's the other weird thing I don't get is they're like, oh, we've got to go to Carson Lerner Airfield to drop off the kingpin and we're going to change planes. And obviously he betrays yeah. them yeah. and has his own little private jet. But why are you changing planes? You could just take the plane yeah. you've already got. that's a good Ooh. plane. Like, just take that plane and fly to Mexico. You're almost there. Well, which is their backup plan. They're like, oh, we're going to refuel yeah. this sucker and get going again. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Cameron brings up the fact that, you know, how well do you know this guy? Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because then we get um, Vince Larkin stealing the his, the, the, his, plane, his car, <laughs> which is great. He's like, I need a helicopter. You and me both, pal. I love yeah. that guy. You and me yeah. both. He's just like the generic worker. And he... Yeah. Um, he says, oh, you could drive it in 50 minutes if you've got a fast car. And he's just like, oh, okay. And then he goes to get his car and he sees he's the ass kicker sitting next to it. And yeah, it's great. And then he takes it and parks it. And then obviously it gets, gets dismantled and yeah. trashed. Um, but, yeah, we were taken to Lunar Permit, uh, Lunar, Lunar Permit, Lunar Airfield, um, where they crash land. Purely yeah. because yeah. another plane is trying to land as well. Yeah, and there's no yeah. one in the there's no one in the in the box because they've to had their coordinate throat slit by yeah. the, the cartel guys. Yeah, really weird. And then we get that kind of weird scene. Um, yeah, they get off the plane. They realize they're gonna have to start, you know, digging. Un- undigging it out of there so they can fly it off. And oh, where's these cartel guys? Why are they running late? Little do they know they're waiting in mm. the in the other hangar. And then Poe stumbles upon them, which I yeah. love this scene. And he's like, yeah, you may want to shoot me, but that, you know, and you'll shoot me and I'll die, but then you'll have, you know, 30 pissed off convicts come storming in here. And the guy just takes silencer. out the silencer and puts the silencer on. <laughs> yep. And what does he say? He says, I wrote it down, hooray for the fucking sounds of silence. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa, come on, movie. Uh, I've got more faith in you than that. Um, yeah, but then we got Larkin, and then him and Larkin finally met each other. Yeah. <laughs> Two men I trust. One is me, the other is not, not you. Yeah. 
great line. Yeah. Because then it recalls back at the end of the at movie. The end, there's now three men I trust. <laughs> Am I one of them? <laughs> yeah. And he shakes his hand. Yeah. It's just, oh, my God. He goes, what are you going to do now? Save the fucking day. Yeah. Like, what a line. <laughs> um, speaking of lines, that does bring me to my favourite line in the movie, which I'm sure Melkovich said with much yes. disgust. Um, obviously they learn about the cartel and they try to take off and their plane crashes yep, yes. and the guy's hanging out of the plane and the fuel's there. Sigh, sigh. Yeah, and he's screaming, sigh, sigh. Anara. Oh, that's, that's gold. Flicks the cigarette into the fuel and blows him up. Yeah. Uh, Just like, like straight away I'm like, first of all, you're about 10 feet from that plane. Don't go exploding a plane. Yeah. If I was standing next to him, I'd be like, look, Dr. Syrah is the virus. bad idea. Don't do this. This is bad. Let us stand back and then we'll blow him up. But yeah, sigh. Anara. Neither of them are Japanese. No. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> nope. No, like, there's no pop point that involves the language. It's just, it's just clever. It's just clever. Well, but someone, it's like, it's like, it's like the it's, guy who wrote this thinks that was clever. It's yeah. like uh, Cyrus would think it was clever because he's a genius and he likes himself and he has a high opinion of himself, yeah. I imagine. So he probably thought he got a laugh out of it himself yeah. inside yeah. his brain. But then we get more explosions, which this movie does well. Practical stunts this movie does really well. Yeah, when, like, the, gotta, when the military come. Yeah, and even yes. just that explosion then when um, Poe has to jump, uh, Cameron Poe jumps oh, out yeah. of the window. Yes. That's like a, that's a stuntman, I presume, and that's yeah. a close. That's yeah. not computers. Yeah. That's, mm. that's a man being awfully close to a very big explosion. Yep. Um, I, I think there's so many good stunts in this. I, I kept thinking this, oh, this movie's great, like it's old school, but then they do use computer effects mm. when they blow up his cell. And for the plane, and the door, a lot of times. And the plane, the plane yeah. looks wrong yeah. sometimes. The plane's green. Yeah. At the end, flying through Vegas. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very weird. Because assuming you couldn't actually so destroy Vegas. Do you know Vegas. the original draft of the script? Do you know where the plane crash lands? No. On the, the lawn of uh, the 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh, White House. Oh, yeah. On the right. White no House. Way. Crashes on the lawn of the White House. Yeah, because that's, you know, that's going to happen, right? Yeah, that's I a clever. That and then, so they change down. it to Vegas? What? I don't know. Okay. Let's go with it. Like, they, I guess this movie had a lot of let's just go with it. Um, yeah, and obviously Larkin rocks up because the, uh, the the convicts have a plan. Yeah. What, what was their plan again? The um... So to, to get him into that sort of that, that alleyway of broken planes and cars. Yeah, boneyard, and I think they call the boneyard, it. Boneyard, they yeah. call it, yeah. And he's like, what's that? That's a rock. You know, the dumb oh, blonde yeah, yeah. convict. The plan that's <laughs> yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. They've yeah. got the little diagram of yeah. everything. That's a rock. He just looks aside. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, okay. Uh, and so they start brutally beating the the armed forces, which they rounded up pretty quickly. And yeah, they were pretty, pretty fast. Um, but then obviously Larkin saves the day with the plane. Question: What's needed? Why do they need a grenade launcher in a plane? Yeah, Transporting convicts. Well, that's, you're right because they, they keep <laughs> going know. about this arsenal in the belly yeah, of the plane, and then they to get it, it out, and it's like what? There's all sorts of nasty stuff. Think, in yeah, there. you think it'd just be pistols and machine yeah. guns at most. What I thought was strange is that Poe goes to the fire truck or something to res- retrieve the medical kit so he yep. can get a syringe for oh, Baby yeah. O to give him his insulin, and then he runs through the carnage. Yes. Why didn't he go back the way he came? I don't know. Because he didn't come that way through. Because they we all want to see this him. is the kind of thing I was asking myself watching. Going, we all want to see stop. Nick Cage do slow motion hand slides over. Oh, the can we please yeah, dial, dial back a little bit? Yeah. When they first get off the plane, he takes off his shirt. Oh, he's Cage jacked. is jacked. He's in this. He is absolutely. Buff. This has to be the peak of his physical 100%. perfection. Like well, he at the start he gets of the off, movie, he's got shoulders like like Goliath. He's doing yoga and he's doing handstand push-ups. Oh yeah, in I forgot prison. about that. He's upside down. Yeah, he's weird yoga legs cross. And just get up on his fingers. Wow. He got buff. That's impressive. That is impressive. 
No. He's in great shape. Good rig this. in that movie. It's definitely. just terrible haircut, oh, yeah. <laughs> which we haven't mentioned at all, but he has the worst hair. I, I want to say it's a mullet. It is a mullet. And he mentions he was going to get a haircut before he saw his family. That's right. At <laughs> yeah. the end when he yeah. sees his daughter, he's like, I was going to get a haircut. If, if you just stuck his face on a mop, you'd be pretty close yeah. to the haircut. He's got a lot of grey hairs coming through too, I noticed. He must oh, have really? taken care of that. But he did have a perfect five o'clock shadow for the whole film oh, as well. Oh, he was, yeah. Yeah. Just That hair is so distracting in the film. Like that ripped guy in the tank top and then the hair. It's just like, mm. oh, man, this is so distracting. Yeah, Larkin saves David the plow. The comics yeah. low back up on the plane to try and take off. We get uh, good old reappearance of Johnny twenty three tries to rape Guard Bishop, yeah. um, who is who Guard Bishop you've set up to be like a cool character, yeah. and she's kind of gotten along with Poe and yeah. Fabio. So obviously Poe steps in, intervenes, and and saves her with the "We don't treat women this way." Yeah. He's yeah. smashing his face and head into yeah. the cage, and then they handcuff him up in one of the cage, in one of the cells on the plane. I love that the last we see of him is after the plane's oh, crash. Oh, they carry the, there. Yeah, they carry the body out and yeah. the arm stays there and, the, and then you realise, oh, he's up. Yep, this but, one's dead. Yeah, the introduction to him is, oh, this one's definitely dead. Yeah. yeah and you don't notice like, it first because you think he's just no, laying there just and they move the body and the arm stays. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. So, yeah, I do love that. Uh, we don't treat women like that. You know, <laughs> Dude, this guy's face must have just been mashed into pulp. Like, I assume he killed him. It wasn't the accident. It was Poe all along. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously Ass Kicker, as Kicker gets um, – That made me cry. Uh, yeah, the hook comes car. out, grab hooks onto the car, <laughs> and then like another speaking good one-liners <laughs> yes. when he's on the tip of the plane. And yeah. What does he say? Like he looks like, out. On any other day this would be – This would seem strange. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's such a good line. Like the car's just terribly just, done on a green screen. Yeah. You can see this car sort of flying behind him attached by a rope on any other day. He's so fucking it's troll like, the way yeah. he does it. On any other day, this would seem strange, you know. Look, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, you know, and then, of course, the bad guys have gotten away, and this movie is hell-bent on making us feel good for the bad guys. Um, we skipped over Garland Green having a picnic. During oh, this war girl. scene, he's having a picnic with a girl. The the pedophile rapist serial killer is having a picnic with the girl. I swear he's going to kill her. Yeah, and then we get to see, as the plane takes off, she waves at the yeah. plane. And so we cut back to the plane, and cue Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. Like, these aren't the good guys. This isn't an anti-hero. Nah. These people are all bad, terrible people with the exception of, like, two of them. Uh, and I don't even know what Baby O did. He could yeah. be a rapist. He was in for a long time, He's in for a long time. He did murder or rape. Yeah. You know, he did something bad. Yeah. And Bashimi's got the best line. He's like, definition of irony. Yeah. These guys are singing a song on an airplane by a band that died in an airplane yeah. crash. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And they're all sweet, home, and they're all... Drinking beers and having fun, and it's like, no, 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 no. Like you haven't gotten away. Well, and Cyrus the interrupts. He finds out something's uh, going on here. Yeah. There's a traitor in our midst. Yeah, which yeah. is when Babyo steps up and sacrifices himself, which was quite a tough moment. Yeah, he's like, no, that's clever, bitch. Yeah, and he calls uh, Cyrus, sort of roll yeah, Cyrus yeah, up yeah. to shoot him. He shoots him in the gut, and you think, oh, he's dead. But don't worry, he lives, folks. Like when the plane crashes. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Babyo lives. They can't even kill one good guy, you know. Like, yeah. it's like otherwise, people might not like Cyrus as a character. This <laughs> yeah. movie's so hell bent on making these bad guys likable; it does my head in. Um, and then you've got Poe going bananas and just ripping through everyone on the plane. 
Gets shot. He gets shot. That Terminator moment just keeps on going. Yeah, shot in the arm and he just... You need that in an action movie at least once. Why didn't he just whip everyone's ass at the first point if he could do all of that? Well, that's kind of what I think I wrote. Why didn't he just do this? Why didn't he... He would have had a thousand opportunities when all three of the big boys were in the cabin just to whip through everyone. Yeah. Because he did it pretty quickly just then with Mm. great ease. But again, then we wouldn't have a plot. We wouldn't have a film. (laughs) Um, and then we have what I, I guess this is what they run the Razzie for, is how many people die in this crash plane? Like how many people do you think actually die? Well, it, it drags on for like what seems like two kilometres. Oh, it seems the like a stretch of the Vegas yeah, Strip. Yeah, Cars are getting ripped in half. That, that wings are going through buildings. I guarantee you 10 to 20 yeah, people yeah. are dead. Just so Poe could save Guard Bishop and Baby yeah, O. yeah. yeah. Who could possibly be dead at this and, point? And yes. they do have the good line um, after the plane's all crashed and done. It's like, and you didn't want me to shoot it down. He's like, yeah, mm. well, that didn't turn out so well, did it? Yeah, <laughs> like all of a sudden you're like, um, idiot DEA agents probably yeah. had, you know, I would have preferred well, to shot it down rather than kill it. There was probably desert, children man. in that yeah. hotel, you exactly. know? Exactly, yeah. Like there is so much like death and everyone gets out and then like Poe's treated like a hero, like by everyone. Like no, yeah. there's no cop tackles into no, the ground. No cops, just they, they just, he just gets off awesome. and he, Yeah, he just walks looking around like, oh, yeah. And you're like, wait, no, tackle him to the ground. He's, a, he's wearing convict clothes. Like, get him. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you attacking him? Um, and then Cyrus, who is a doctor, which I like to remind you, decides to take a fire truck to get away. Yeah. Mm. Um, and Diamond Dog as well gets in the fireman's uniform. And Swamp At this point, I wrote, does Diamond Dog just like dress ups? Because every chance he gets, he'll put a uniform on. Yeah. He puts the cop uniform on. He puts the yeah. lineman's uniform on. He just likes a good dress up, this guy. He pinches like, the, the chick's shades. Think, yeah, he pinches the, yeah, not the, the, chick. the, prison, the yeah. prison bitch's prison shades. Chick. Um, he just likes a good dress up. Like, I don't think he's even, I think he's there by his own free will, like Poe. He probably <laughs> yeah. got out years ago, but he just likes dress up. There's actually a good moment with Diamond Dog when Baby O gets shot because he's a real black, black you know, he yeah, hates the white guys. Yeah, he's a black, yeah. There's a real subtle part where when, when Cyrus shoots Baby O, in the background, you see um, Ving Rhames doing the old that cringe. He wasn't happy about really? a black dude getting shot. Wow. Little details like that. Maybe are in his this character movie. had more though, because remember he, earlier on, Poe tries to put the wedge between him by saying, mm. yep. "Can't believe you're taking orders from the white man." Yeah, exactly. He's like, you know, yeah. I'll play, I'll play house nigger for yeah, the time yeah. being, but when the you know when it comes, I'm gonna. Yeah, but there's the, great the black details. Man will rise. But yeah, great details. I, I reckon like his that, character probably had more of a flesh out because. Yeah. Um, but they would have just run out of time on this film, for God's sake. But, yeah, he definitely had more because, they, like, his and Cyrus' relationship does never pant. Yes. They seem really trusting of each other, but you don't understand yeah. why. Like, yeah. And they it's, obviously it's a, planned It's a marriage of convenience, yeah. Yeah, they obviously planned everything together. But, yeah, I'm going to look at that now, actually, because mm. that would make more sense. I noticed sense. it on the, my last viewing, and I was like, that's real subtle. Again, one of those details where for every detail there's something mad, yeah. you know. So Larkin and that obviously take off after him. Um, and then we, we get on the bikes, on, get the, the on the police bikes. They exchange looks, take off nod. after it. I love the fire hose in the cabin of the truck. He, he yeah. hacks a hole oh, in the yeah. roof with the with the axe, and then he's like, "I'll fix him. I'll drown him." Swamp thing. That's yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> and so obviously, uh, yeah, what happens? Thingo gets handcuffed to the diamond uh, dog. Gets blown up by the bike hitting the hitting, corner of the yeah, fire which truck. Which is just weird. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then puts Larkin out. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, what's his name's handcuffed? Yeah, and they raise the thing up, and then it smashes. So he dies about out. six times. He just will not die. This no. bloke. Like, <laughs> and I wrote, where does he land? What is this weird? Some sort of coal destruction. Yeah, like aren't we in the middle it's of like Vegas? Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden he lands, like, and there's like a construction platform. zone. 
And, it, and he's just like, uh, crashing uh, coal or something. Like, well, because he's been flung through a building off a fire yeah, truck. He's through a building <laughs> into the electric thing. He's and, a doctor, guys. Don't worry about it. And him. then he's fallen onto this conveyor belt, which has flicked him conveniently under like a pile driver of some yep. description. Just a machine that seems to be crushing head shaped rocks. Yep. Yeah. And, and then he gets his head thoroughly crushed. smashed. Yeah. Um, and again, no zinger there, missed opportunity. It's like mm. we've got zingers going all over the place, but we don't have one for I do something like, about brains would have been good. Like, I do like the fact brains. that when the when the um, the weight dropped, you just see the f- from the feet and the legs just kind of jerk that up in twi- the air a little yeah. bit. Yeah, but that's what you get with an Oscar nominated actor in a role yeah. like yeah. this. You, know, you get the <laughs> yeah. get, the, get the fine detail. <laughs> uh, and then we get my favorite line, one of my favorite lines, uh, Marshall Larkin. There's now three yeah. men I trust. Larkin oh, still says, yeah. "Am I one of them?" <laughs> and then they no, say, no, hey. "One of the others." He's, he's like, well, "No, no, no, Cyrus." Yeah, yeah. his self esteem has been battered because yeah. the DEA agent's been giving it to him all day. That's true. Yeah, yeah. he did cop it. Um, and we get our f- like he finally meets his daughter. I'm, you know. I'm telling you what, you guys might have just done the movies that make you cry episode, but this is the one that I the get a bit of wet, I get a bit of moisture in the just in the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this, this, this movie I had mean, way more chance of making me cry than any <laughs> yeah. of our, our three last week. Yeah. You get your Trisha Yearwood softly playing, uh, you know, how do I live without you? And then the family reconciliation. Yeah, and he's yeah. got the busted up bunny, and she doesn't yeah. want to take it at first. It's a very touching scene. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, if Nicholas Cage didn't look like a psychopath. It would have been much nicer. Yeah, that haircut doesn't help. The and, and the bleeding, yeah, yeah. covered in blood. And the wife's like, "Jesus Christ, yeah. this is the first time your daughter's meeting you." Yeah. Like, and he didn't want to meet the daughter in prison. That was his whole thing. Yeah, that's, that's the irony. Like, this like, is like, much what? better. That's yeah. right. Because way back at the start, uh, Guard Bishop says, "You know, oh, your daughter's Why seen you. Met her? Oh, I didn't want her to meet me in prison. Right. I didn't want her to see me like that." I'm cool with her seeing me covered in other men's blood with a busted <laughs> up bunny rabbit. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. It's her birthday. Um, and Surprise. then bang, let's just end the movie there. Yep. But we can't end the movie there. No, there's some after credit scene. <laughs> What's going on? Q Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Got to get our money's worth out of that soundtrack. And we have Garland Green <laughs> at the poker table. Yeah. What the hell? He's playing crap. I think yeah. he's still got his just... jumpsuit on underneath. Yeah, right. The and it's just like, put a jacket on. And what does the shooter, he's like, shooter's feeling lucky. And he's like, yeah. Yes, I am, or something like that. And it's like, what? Now the movie wants me to, like, root for him? He cut a girl's head off and wore it as a hat across three states. Yeah. He's a pedophile. You're meant to believe there's some sort of redemption going on with him, but there clearly isn't. Why is he trying? He's painted as the hero of this movie. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised if anyone didn't get a spin-off, it would be The Adventures of Garland Green. (laughs) Or a prequel. A prequel, yeah. (laughs) It's it, it's the most stupidest thing to tack onto. It is the reason I consider this to be a stupid film. Is that is the biggest reason I consider and we can it hear the outrage in you as well. I love this film still though. It's great to me. This falls in the category of like The Rock, Armageddon. This is why I keep forgetting it's not a Michael Bay film. Yes, because it should be a Michael Bay film. If Michael Bay had done this film, it would have been stupider, and well, I would have loved it more. This is the sandwich between The Rock and Face Off. It's, yeah. it's right in the middle. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I, I consider lo- it the peak of them. Face off, another stupid film. Yeah. yeah. Like cut their faces <laughs> off and yeah, change yeah. them over. But it's great. I could watch it over and over and yeah. over again. And same, and same with, um, you yeah. know, The Rock. And again, that's another one where it's like you've got Sean Connery in that film. Yeah. You know, where do they get the caliber of actors? I mean, he, this is post leaving Las Vegas where Cage got the Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, <laughs> so yeah. Somehow he's playing the action star. It's yeah. fascinating. It's, I mean, they must just be having fun, I guess. And yeah. 
I mean, yeah, well, he's wearing socks and sandals. I still can't believe no one bought that out. <laughs> yeah. Larkin. Um, yeah, as much as I am whinging about how stupid this film is, I absolutely love it and absolutely do recommend it. If you haven't seen Con Air, that's ridiculous. Go out and see Con Air. I think, I think Stop this, what you're doing, download what, it. Watching it again it. for this show, it was at least my 10th viewing of it. Yeah, right. That's crazy. At least your 10th like, viewing. I've seen it about I'd 10 probably times. be around double digits yeah. too. Yeah, easy. At least. I definitely really recommend it. Highly ben. rated. Highly rated. Yeah. Love it. Probably my favourite Nick Cage movie. Um, oh, that's a hard thing to do, though. I know, I know, but um, I, I, wanna, I that, like that. I want style. that to be one of our future themes because, yeah. n- like, Nicolas Cage movies are just they're very diverse. Bags of joy for me. They're diverse. <laughs> they're like heroin. I can't get enough of them. Like, oh yeah, Lappy. Uh, I, I think the sad thing for me is that when I first saw this movie, I just thought it was a good action film. Yeah. So the innocence of youth. Yeah. Watching sure. it now, you just have to laugh and you do, you laugh out loud. So depending on the age bracket you're in, you're either you're going to love it because it's a good action film or you're going to love it because it's stupid. So you have to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's just, yeah, <laughs> like I said, the whole trying to make, like in, I love a good anti-hero movie, but this is not the movie to be trying to make no, an anti-hero movie. not these guys. Like, you can't make, like, it'd be like Seven, you know, and you, you, you watch the movie Seven and you're going for the serial killer to get away. Oh, yeah, end. no. Although, having said that, at the end of this episode, can you play us out with Sweet Home Alabama? It's like 10 seconds worth. Oh, <laughs> we might get sued. I think it's just a great way to play out a song and <laughs> play out a movie. Just cue Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that was uh, probably the three most enjoyable films I hadn't watched in a long time. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. watched any of those in a long time and so it was really good for me to come back and visit them. Mm. Um, but, yeah, thanks, Ben, for being on this episode. Oh, it was good fun. Absolutely. Really good uh, fun. I hope Great you enjoyed, enjoyed the movies. Oh, um, definitely. Next week is episode five. Correct. Um, and we have Megan joining us. Yes, old Megan, friend of ours. Old friend of both of ours. We used to do a podcast with her many moons ago and she's, I would say, a games expert. Yes. She knows video games well. like nobody I've ever met. She knows all the consoles and all the all the different games. We're gonna, which leads us into our topic that she'll be doing with us is movies. Good segue, segue, like I planned it. Uh, what are we saying? Movies that have been adapt, uh, movies that have been adapted from video, video games. game adaptions. Yeah. Um, so if you want to watch those movies before the um, before the episode airs, the three movies we're going to be reviewing are Street Fighter, which I'm so excited to watch again. <laughs> uh, Mortal Kombat, bang, excited to watch that again. Um, and Warcraft: The Beginning, which came out this year, and I think it's just been released on Blu-ray. So we've got a bit of a diverse there of adaptations, and I'm sure uh, Megs will bring plenty of conversation to you know our lack of gaming knowledge, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully, because she has to bring something, or she'll yes, be off. Otherwise, get out, out. the door. We'll, yeah. we'll stop recording the episode right. and throw yeah. it in the bin. And then you only get half an episode next week. Yeah, absolutely. I'm jealous of this one. This sounds amazing. <laughs> Feel yeah. free to watch the films <laughs> and yeah, text us during the recording. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, we want feedback. And segue again, please, more feedback on our Facebook page. Facebook, We've yeah. been getting more and more downloads, and our, fa- our sort of database is growing, which is good. Um, I definitely want to get some emails. So if you want to send in some emails, if you have questions or opinions or stuff, movies we've reviewed, if you've got funny stories about them, please contact us through our email. If you've got a theme as well that you, you'd like us to do, yeah, we're open to yeah. suggestions. Even if you don't want to be on the show but you've got a good theme, give it to us. Otherwise, yeah. you're welcome to come on the show. Think of a couple episodes. We're always trying to plan at least two or three episodes ahead. Trying, trying. to plan two or three episodes ahead. So, uh, yeah, hit us up at scene3podcast at gmail.com. Get us on the Facebook scene3podcast and uh, tell us what you think. Brilliant. We, yeah, please, please, please. Um, 
Thank you again, Ben, for being on the show. Thank you, guys. Hopefully you'll return. We, we're going to have some return visitors soon. We should probably stop now, though, because we've subjected the listeners to a long episode. Okay, well, cue Sweet Home Alabama. Mm-hmm.